Sword in your corner. Oh, Andy gave me that sword years ago, and I had to get a pair of batteries fell behind the desk. <laughs> I didn't want to get my hands and knees, so I just got the sword. Kind of Imagine a fat old man in his basement apartment with a sword. Come on, double A batteries, come back to me. <laughs> it was the most. <laughs> so, if you t- could have taken a photo of that, it would have been called like the decline of humanity. Yeah. I've, I've not turned swords into plowshares into battery, like, <laughs> grabbies. Yeah. A real human hero is what that <laughs> one. Like, I'm ready to fight in the culture war. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Hi, hello, it's Tardy to the party. Bill and I are going to fill our pop culture holes. I'm Daniel. With various pieces of media. We did not see the first time around. Yeah, we're going to pack this one tight because it's... There's a lot to talk about here. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Where this week we're talking about the seminal classic 1993 ah. hits... Not uh, a actually, I was kind of surprised. The 1993 kind of bomb. Yeah. Adam's Family Values. Uh, it, if you go and you look at, like, Rotten Tomatoes, the first Adam's Family only has, like, a 60%. How, what's the score on this one? Like, around the same, I think. Because they're both, I mean, they're pretty they're much the same. Good, yeah. I mean, they're both, they're both like, good. of, like, the, all the movie sequels in history, this is definitely one of the most, like, consistent with its original. Because, like, the first one was just, like, a bunch of, like, eh, spooky jokes and this is just like more Ooh, spooky jokes um this is a very goddamn cute film um we're talking about it this week because uh, originally i was going to save this for next halloween because mm-hmm. we, we just did just a couple weeks ago did the first adam's family values for halloween and we had a really good time and uh friends of the podcast jimmy and conley pressler uh they love this film so much they were hell-bent on me not waiting a whole year to talk about the adam's family again and they also pointed out that technically this is a thanksgiving day movie Kind of. Kind of. Although, I, like, I was wondering in the movie, like, how is it that there's... Why? I think it's just a Thanksgiving play. It At doesn't have. But it's in the middle of summer camp. Yeah. They speci- explicitly call it summer camp. Yeah. But, like, yeah, why they're having a Thanksgiving Day parade or uh, play, it doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, that's the whole tenor of these movies. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, this, this technically... There's not that many way... There's not much in the way of Thanksgiving Day movies anyway. It's pretty uh-huh. much this and... This, and even this one's stretching, you got, like, planes, trains, and automobiles, which I've never actually seen the whole thing of that either. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, we, we're posting this the week before Thanksgiving, so we're going to be talking about... Yeah. There's some dated-ass 90s jokes in this shit, it's too. true. There's an Amy Fisher joke. There's an Amy and Fisher And I even joke. forgot who Amy Fisher was. I mean, uh, this movie's, like, 25 years old now at this point. It's also but... a Kathy Lee Gifford joke. Yeah, and then, there was, again, there was a little bit of that <laughs> in the first one where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, I remember when this was topical? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but, yeah, Adam's Family Value is goddamn cute. But anyway. What did you think of it compared to the first one? I thought it was, well, Because a, a, lot, a lot of people like it more than the first one. A lot of people like the first one more than this one. It seems, at least according... It's very divisive on which one people think is better. According to people's reactions, when we posted the Adams Family, the first Adams Family uh, episode, the way people are like, oh my god, are you going to do Adams Family Values? See, people seem to like this one even better. Mm. And I can kind of see why, because, yeah, a friend of the podcast, Leland, who also watched uh, the movie with us just a couple nights ago... Um, he pointed out that this is more, at least Fester's actually Fester in this movie, so you get more classic Fester, Yeah, and which that kind of adds a lot to the film. And you got, like, Christina Ricci's kind of coming to her own in this one, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the other thing. That's my only real touchstone with this film is uh, knowing tons of people who grew up in the 90s who this is, like, their sexual awakening was Christina Ricci <laughs> specifically burning everything down in the Thanksgiving Day play. Yeah. Um. So that's my only real reference for this movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is more... 
And it's got Joan Cusack. It I does. fucking love Joan Cusack as much as I love Tortelli in the first one. Yeah. Was it Tortelli? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. For five minutes or whatever, yeah. yeah. Although I do like the fact that his wife shows up in this one. Mm-hmm. She's still a character, yeah. Unless she's, she's giving spawn to like little cousin Itlings and stuff, but... Um, yeah, it was a good movie. I yeah. feel like we're at the end of the episode. So this that's this week's Boy Howdy. Next week we're talking about... <laughs> it's sure not Boy Howdy. That's your other podcast. Oh, yeah, turn to the party. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been conscious for 20 minutes, so my brain's a little foggy. Um, but yeah, so we'll get into it. Adam's Family Values. How's it? Man, it. how does it start? It starts with Fester howling at the moon. Oh, yeah. It's really... Christopher Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I really do appreciate it. It really just does pick up where the last film left off. It's Pretty like nine much. months later. Uh, everyone's just kind of hanging out, doing their thing. Burying uh, a cat. Yeah, actually, yeah. But the cat's not, uh, not, not dead yet. Boop, boop, Shor- boop, but it, well, it's Schrodinger's cat, because it's in a box. Yeah. So you don't know if it's alive or dead. Just because it meows. Ah, that's a good point. Could just be gas escaping. It could have been an echo from another cat in the, in the <laughs> graveyard. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Gomez and Morticia are sitting on the couch. Gomez is arm wrestling with thing. Mm-hmm. That's a great. Uh, that's such an obvious, stupid joke. Arm wrestling with thing, but thing I is a him. lot less prevalent in this. Well, movie he kind of than... his his lunch kind of gets eaten by uh, pubert mm-hmm. because there's only so many. And even pubert, you know, they could have uh, really overdone pubert, but pubert's not in the movie. Yeah, time. I mean, because there's almost like even as kind of like lackluster, not lackluster, as kind of like lax as these the scripts for these movies are. There's only so much time you can dedicate to like the non-verbal weirdo fa- member of the family. And that in the first movie that was thing. In this one it's that that that, that time is split between thing and people. Yeah. But yeah. But then Morticia says, "Gomez, I'm going to have a baby right now." <laughs> and they just waste no time getting into it. They're at the hospital. Oh, and we also passed over the fact that they actually Lurch is playing the actual goddamn, uh, goddamn Adam's Family theme on the mm. the, the, the organ, which is, yeah. I love, because they barely, I don't know why they barely used it in the first one. I think one of our notes for uh, the first movie was uh, the the people making it, like one of the executives didn't realize that like that was such a big popular thing, and like so they go out of their way to actually include the theme a little more. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I love that, like, of course, Morticia again has that box lighting. And in every scene. And there's some <laughs> scenes you can see her slide into it. Exactly, yeah. Um, but they even find more ridiculous situations for them to try to keep it on her. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them when she's actually on the hospital bed being wheeled into the delivery room and she's still got the lighting on her. It's yeah. fucking hilarious, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some little kid that's like, and then mommy kissed daddy. Oh, and yeah. And the angel told the stork and the stork flew down from heaven and left the diamond under a leaf in the cabbage patch. And then the diamond turned into a baby. And then went. Yeah, our parents had sex. I'd like to think if they remade this movie today, they would just like this. They would just say they fucked. The front half of this movie is so heavy on trailer stuff. <laughs> like I think that's a yeah. good way to go about like your trailer. Just get all the trailer clips out of the front half of the movie. So then the front back the, half the of the one, movie, is yeah, a the surprise. one and done jokes, yeah. yeah. Which I I still remember the trailers for both these movies, and there's a lot of jokes I remember like seeing in the trailers. There's this and the like Thanksgiving Day uh, festival, and I think yeah, I, the, the sex joke may have been it. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's trailer ready, yeah, because yeah. it's like yeah. I mean, well, that's I mean, that's I mean, the the whole series is based off a series of cartoons that were just like little vignettes like this, which mm-hmm. you know it makes sense. They're little bite sized jokes. A lot less um, jokes from the yeah. Well, the they kind of used up so many of them in the first one. They had to kind of create new ones, yeah. but yeah. But Morticia gives birth. Well, the doctor asks for forceps. Do you know who the doctor was? <sighs> who? 
David Hyde Pierce. Oh, Leland pointed that out. Yeah. Do, you, do you even see, get to see his face? No, you just hear his voice and see his forehead. That must have been like right before they started Frasier, right? Because it's like about. 1993. Yeah. This would have been at least when uh, Cheers was ending, though. Yeah, maybe just a couple years away. There's yeah. a couple weird, like, random, not even cameos, but people just who actors, would become... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote down some of them we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh... He asks for forceps, things holding him, thing goes flying through the air, slaps a baby on the butt. Oh, yeah, that's right, I yeah. paused at that point. That's a that's a creepy-looking fake baby butt. I didn't even notice. This is yeah. a very fake baby butt. Yeah, this is kind of like things big. He doesn't really have anything to do until the end of the movie. Yeah. For, for between now and yet, because the rest well, of it's puberty. jokes. Before that, like, you see him doing, like, tricks on a roller skate. When, and they only do that just to set up the fact there's a spare roller yeah. skate laying around yeah. the house for later, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... uh. Gomez bursts into the waiting room. Gomez, what is it? Or Wednesday and Pugsley are arguing. It's a boy. It's a girl. It's an Adams. And smash cuts to Adams Family Values. Even the title of the movie is a dated ass 90 jokes because that was the big political thing back in like 1993. It's like, we have to protect family values because everyone was so upset because the Clintons just got elected in the office and so Mm -hmm. the conservative Republicans were like, family values, family values, and just, yeah. And, um... This movie's kind of cute. <laughs> I love that Morticia, like, when she's giving birth, she's just like, hmm, hmm. And I guess at the moment when Pugsley, or uh, Huber pops out, she's just like, hmm. <laughs> just yeah. kind of like, yeah, I fucking love. Morticia still is, like, a fucking MVP of these goddamn movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they arranged a little surprise for her when they got back. Now, he's got a nursery full of oh, that's right. horrifying shit. I, a... I, I do love the baby mobile filled with knives. Yeah. Which, um, if that wasn't an actual Charles Adams strip that, that's fucking tone perfect, I love the weird, like, monster, shitty monster paintings on the yeah. walls. <laughs> it's not even, like, done up, like, really artistically. It just looks like a two-year-old knock, did all knock, wa- knock off, uh, what's his name? The eight horror ABCs, the mor- murder ABCs. Oh, yeah, the fucking Edward Gorey stuff. Yeah, yeah Edward exactly. Gore, yeah. But, like, Edward Gorey with, like, brain damage. Edward yeah. Gore, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how loud did you cackle when you saw the baby's mustache? <laughs> I was a little disappointed because at the end of the first Adams Family Adams Family movie, you get to see Morticia. She makes the baby thing. It got three legs. Mm-hmm. And I can totally understand why the baby don't have three legs in this movie because that's that's just a throwaway joke in the first one. Yeah. But that mustache, well, that, that's mustache also, almost more than makes up for that. That's also based off the comic where oh yeah, she's yeah. Oh, that's actual. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Something, but it's got like eight legs and stuff. Maybe they have another kid. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh. But oh, I felt good. Uh, but that's not even going to show up on the recording, Bill. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. But they're all gathered around the baby's crib, looking in, and he's got my father's eyes. Gomez take those out of his mouth, which is was also used in the trailer. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, um. Oh yeah, I would imagine puber would have been a big part of the trailer because it's that's the big. Oh my God, they're breeding now. So, so. baby jokes, yeah. Uh, baby shoots <sighs> a flaming arrow at them. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. It's not like he even has a bow and arrow or anything yeah. like that. But like, it's I, an I like that the, the reality bending stupid jokes exactly. Yeah, uh, Pugsley and Wednesday aren't too happy about a new baby. Yeah, Wednesday tells Pugsley that. Like a Pugsley. When, when Pugsley's not a, that bright. No, Wednesday's the real now child. They, now that they got a new baby, one of them has to go. Yeah, and, and she's I like, love. We are, they, we already have a boy. I'm assuming they're just sitting on the master staircase and they're having this conversation while they're just idly sawing off like the mm-hmm. fucking sticks that hold up the railing. Yeah, just it's never. It's not a joke. Nothing paid attention to, but that's just that's what, what they're those, doing. That's what Adam's kids do. <laughs> they destroy shit. shit. Yeah. Um, I still love their sinuous uh, sin- that uh. Uh, Wednesday still trying to kill Pugsley, but not in 
any kind of malicious way, but that's what she's trying to do. Like she's that's not how trying, they play. She just likes. She's just as as inoffensive as Pugsley is. Wednesday is still like the, the real homicidal murder mm-hmm. growing up in the family, which I still appreciate. You know? uh, Pugsley and Wednesday go up to the roof with the baby. Oh yeah, and she's like Pugsley. The baby weighs twenty pounds. The bowling bowling ball weighs ten. Which Again. one do you think hits the ground first? He's like. I'm still on fractions. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, I, again, this has nothing to do with the plot. This is just like pretty no, much it bringing has, it. it has stuff. It has to do with the is plot. Is this based off another Charles Adam? Because this seems no, like... I would be I shocked if this so. wasn't a cartoon. Because it be, it's such a... So. Yeah. But they dropped the baby and... Go- Some Gomez. great blue screen of the baby falling <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, Gomez and Morticia are talking about what a dreadful night it is and how there's going to be rain. Yeah. Which they enjoy. So he goes to rain, goes out, looks, checks the window, but catches the baby. And he's like, call to me. Because <laughs> he realizes that the, the kids are trying to kill each other. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what, actually? The first movie is very light on plot, and so is this one. But I do like how the interconnection of the kids kind of trying to kill Pubert and the nanny and them being sent away to summer camp. It all kind of like Rube Goldberg's goldberg's nicely together mm-hmm. for as slim as a plot there is i like how i like how one like little jokes like this motivate the other which is kind of nice yeah. yeah not that it's like some masterpiece of screenwriting or something like that but it's all you know it's pleasant to watch how the story unfolds yeah from like yeah these vignettes actually turn into things that propel the plot forward you wouldn't expect yeah. that so much but yeah just throwing that out there they sit pugsley and wednesday down are like why do you hate the baby and they're like we don't hate the baby we just want to play with him especially <laughs> his especially head. head yeah uh do you think that with the new baby here, one of you has to go? Yes. Well, that's simply not true. <sighs> not anymore. Oh, you know, right. I like Carol Kane. Yeah. She is not right for this role. I, I have always preferred the first movie's grandmama. I've totally forgotten what the first movie's grandmama, because she was such she like was a She was an actual non-entity. old lady. I did see in the, the, the trivia for this that Carol Kane's actually a year younger than fucking Angelica, <laughs> Angelica Houston. Houston. Yeah. Um, I was a little shocked that Carol Kane does show up in this movie and she has no... It's pretty much that line and when she curses Joan Cusack later at the end of the movie. That's kind of the only thing she does in the whole goddamn movie. More that's it. Yeah, she's pretty much just filling in the background. Which is fine with me because I, like I said, I... I do yeah. not prefer her over the original lady. I love Carol Kane just as an actress. Though. Yeah, she's, she's so fine. Old. She's great. Like her. she's great as an old lady in Princess Bride. But for here, for some reason, like her makeup is awful. Like she doesn't look her like fake, an old she's, lady. Her like she's, teeth, teeth gum thing, which we yeah, really see later, which, looks really fake. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, I'm sorry. I just don't yeah. like Carol Kane in this role. I mean, Grandma Ma is a relative non-entity in both films, so it's yeah. It's not like she fucked up the, her role or the movie no. or anything like that. But yeah. But the first um, Grandma Ma was so perfect. Hubert, though, that's a thespian. Pubert, <laughs> I really those believe two, that was a baby. Those two girls. <laughs> Man, I love even. I can't tell if she's actually if those twin babies are actually wearing a wig or if they just painted fake black <laughs> hair on because it kind of looks or. like both from scene to scene but yeah that fucking baby mustache mm-hmm. that is yeah that's mm-hmm. a good mustache there's actually a lot of great uh blue screen because i was just uh, ragging on the blue screen when they dropped the baby down off the roof mm-hmm. uh but there's some scenes with uh um uh, with thing where he's like running around where uh whenever he's like someone's on someone's shoulder or something like that yeah. uh there's especially a shot where uh thing guides uh gomez and morticia into a room and you're down on the ground and he kind of yeah. walks to the foreground where actually uh, Gomez's and uh, Morticia's feet are blue screened into the background, 
which is really good because Morticia's wearing this kind of like frilly lace dress, and like even in 1993, uh, blue screening that in without making it look terrible was really really hard. Yeah, and like it's it's done well enough. Unless you're really looking for like little blue screen artifacts, you wouldn't even notice. It's just very good work, even though there are some really dodgy like you know blue screen later on. Anyway, anyway, plot, yeah, yeah story, yeah. But then uh, Fester's like, it's just Silverling and rivalry. I hated Gomez. Oh, yeah. This is the closest to the movie we get in this movie. I choked him he had to be put on a respirator. I tied him to a tree and pulled out four of his permanent teeth. There's something. When he was asleep, I opened up his skull and Does took out his brain. And the way I fucking tried, <gasps> Christopher Lloyd squats down and makes the face. He leans so hard into yeah. being Fester. I, I can't feel- imagine anyone else playing Fester just being that energetic and yeah. fucking goody about I it. I feel like... Oh my for this God. movie, it was, I didn't notice it in the first one. They, like, really colored up the inside of his mouth. Yeah. Like, it's a lot more pink in some scenes or a lot more red in some scenes. Like, he's been sucking on red Jolly Ranchers yeah, or something. something like that, yeah. But There's something also great, too, about how the way uh, Raul Julia, he's kind of sitting there with his arms, like, kind of, like, at his sides. At, like, whenever Christopher Lloyd's doing his shtick, where he just looks kind of funny. He's got this bemused look on his face. And it, for some reason, it wasn't until the scene how I thought... Uh, Christopher Lloyd and Raul Julia are just fucking fantastic by themselves, but, like, mm. it's actually great casting, because they also did happen to cast the two most Popeye actors in Hollywood, because they, <laughs> they, like, the way they just even look, you can kind of almost see how they could be brothers, just because, yeah, they're both so goody yeah. looking, but... Brother! Brother! Yeah! He throws Fester at the wall and throws a bunch of daggers at him. I love the sibling love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, pins him to the wall with all the thrown daggers mm-hmm. and everything, and, like, even Fester's still open to the like, wall, he's just laughing. Children, you see? Yeah. And then the, the uh, kids are... Uh, again, I am still so jealous of this familial just fucking, l- not even love, but adoration. It's like, it's so family. alien to me that, yeah. <laughs> and then a, a family could love each other. What? Yeah, well, that's uh, the thing, because, like, they had a family, they're creepy, but, like, they're, they're, they're so in love with each other. Like, that's the mo- that may be one of the most alien things to me about them, which I really appreciate, mm. yeah. That's yeah. It's almost like wish fulfillment fantasy kind of watch. Like how some little girls might watch like a Disney princess movie. I'm like, oh, Adam's family. I wish I could be you guys someday. Yeah. Oh, it's so depressing. <laughs> I know exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, but then later, the kids are holding a guillotine execution in the attic. <laughs> yeah. My next note is just "War of the Republic." Yeah. Yeah. Complete with uh, uh, the baby dressed up in period specific garb. I am not one. And French, I... ba- French anthem music. I hate children and I hate babies, mm. but they do some great. Ba- Let's just say the fact that the baby's dressed like kind of like I'm surprised they didn't put a Marie Antoinette wig on. The- they actually they probably tried that but probably couldn't keep it on. Yeah. But the fact that the baby's all dressed up and puberty even speaks for the baby, like I am guilty or whatever. It's just fucking- Pugsley or Pugsley speaks yeah. for puberty. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Guilty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, drop the guillotine on the baby with a. a- tiny little hand that's not there's, quite a baby hand. Yeah, there's one or two shots in this movie of fake rubber, like, garbage patch kids yeah. fucking fake baby hands, and it this is one of them. Stops the blade from yeah. coming down Which, again, it. makes no sense in the physics of the world, but, like, it just... No, it makes perfect sense in the Adams world. In the Adams family world, but, yeah. Um, yeah, but I just... Well, I love that they're trying to kill the baby, and, like, they're so, Pubert's so powerful that you could just choke out... You think they could just choke out the baby, but, like, Pubert, like, outthinks them. And so, like, yeah, you stop well, the they, blade and instead of, like... Wednesday and Pugley aren't just gonna, like, walk up and stab the baby. They have to do it in creative Yeah, ways. exactly, yeah. I, I like how, like, they're, like... They're not, like... 
they're not trading Pubert like a baby, even though they know Pubert's a baby. They're trading him almost like another kid in the family of equal measure. So when, oh, yeah. like, Pubert outthinks them by grabbing the blade. Yeah, I just like how she's like, ah, oh, defeated. Whoa, to the Republic. And just fucking, like, yeah, how they, it's, mm, fucking hilarious. Then, uh, Gomez and Morticia are sitting in the cemetery trying to have another romantic moment, like, yeah. from the first movie. Yeah, this is one of my favorite things in the first movie, the one or two little interstitials like this, where they're just, like, just, mm. like, just fawning over each other in the cemetery. And at first, uh, yeah. I, I, I've forgotten what happens in the scene. I was like, oh, they're kind of rehashing what happened in the first movie. I wonder if Bill's going to complain about that. Yeah. But then they use it as a setup for the kids smashing and crashing inside. And <laughs> Presumably. And, and hold him still. <laughs> Presumably Pugsley is holding Pubert and Wednesday is shooting at him with yeah. a gun or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, no, it's still, I mean, it is kind of But they're up. trying to have romantic moments, but the kids keep fucking it up. And I do love, I mean, it's worth it just to have Morticia's speech about how she wants to be a modern woman who yeah, has it all. I'm just like any modern woman who wants to have it all, a loving husband, a family. I just wish I had more time to seek out the dark forces and join the hairless crusade. And the way she just reads that again, it's just again. This is the, they could have done this joke in the first one. It's you know you 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 know enough about these movies that like it would take that turn, but it's still just like the the line reading is so good and yeah, yeah this movie is like, a good hangout movie. It's you're hanging out with these characters. That's yeah. great. Yeah, he's like oh, uh, you can, you shall, and so it must be. But how, nannies? Yeah, they could have spent like. I don't know. Ten minutes going through various nannies and showing how the kids destroy them, but they like da da da. I was kind of show us three was, nannies yeah. and just get on with it. And they could have made the nannies even more ridiculous. The yeah. last nanny is a little ridiculous. The British guy with like the the oh, yeah, yeah. the puppet. But I like yeah. one. It was just like a fat black lady, just like first, kids. Fuck very you. first one, the hippie type lady. Which I guess it turned out to be a lady from like Sex in the City later on. She was mm. like one of the main main cast members, oh, okay. but I don't know shit about that. Um, but yeah, well, that actually, this leads to one of my funniest gags in the whole fucking movie is Wednesday's, uh, devil puppet, the way it rubs its hands together after confronting the Polly the Puppet Nanny. Mm. <laughs> just the way, just the acting. I don't know if it was yeah. actually Christina Ricci doing it, but like, it just like the way it just very suddenly just rubs its hands together just fucking cracks me yeah. up. Yeah. The Polly the Puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy's, I, that guy cracks me up. I like that guy too. Polly um, the Puppet? Yeah. Polly the Puppet is actually I like, think Polly the Puppet's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I like Devil Puppet. But then um, your lady, Joan Cusack, walks up. Debbie. What's your opinions on Joan Cusack in general? Do you care yeah, about her? Have you really care. even seen her in that much stuff or anything? No. I, I've always the, had a deep and abiding crush on Joan Cusack, so her showing up in this. This is one of my big Joan my, Cusack blind like spots. The, the film I've seen the most, just because my sister's watched it so much, is is it uh, 16 Candles, the one where she has the neck? Oh, is she the one with the neck brace? <sighs> I think that's 16 Candles. I'm a little fuzzy between 16 Candles and Pretty in Pink. Yeah, they're those the two, same they're movie the same to me movie. in my head. Yeah. And uh, she must have filmed this right after my one of my favorite Christmas movies ever, Toys, with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. And she's fucking fantastic in this, and she's fantastic in this, too. And um, actually, she's alarmingly... I, I always thought she was cute. I always had a crush on her. But you never saw her with her... her jubblies all matched this together. This was like conflicting where like I have a crush on her but I never expected her to be quote unquote hot in a film mm. and I was like god damn how you doing? <laughs> like it's, this is one of those things where even if I had never heard of Joan Cusack before I'd probably have a crush on her after this film but yeah. Mm. Um, and you, she's also just a great addition to the cast because she's quote unquote a normal person but she's also crazy but also like she's goony enough she would fit within the yeah. It wasn't one of the minor tragedies of this film. She's a serial killer. She had just been upfront with the Adams about who she is and what she does. They probably would have accepted her. She wouldn't have had control of the fortune, but she could have lived 
within the family and been yeah. like accepted and still like been part of this rich family but no she mm-hmm. has to try to kill fester that motherfucker mm-hmm. Yeah, so she shows up, yeah, claiming yeah. to be a nanny from the agency. Yeah, yeah. and Morticia says the agency said they were out of nannies, and they suggested to hire a Doberman. Remember when Doberman were the hot dogs of the minute that were evil? Yeah, now well, that's because Resident Evil, the Resident Evil game. No, it was because Doberman were the evil dogs. Yeah, no, like every 80s movie. Like, and there was, like, the bad guy's lair, they always released the Doberman on the heroes and yeah, shit like that. And yeah, before that, or after, I forget which, it was Rottweilers. Yeah. And it's German weird how, like, Shepherds. the era... Yeah, I remember German Shepherds when I was a kid. That was kind of the evil dog. Yeah. Just because, oh, the German Shepherds are cute as balls. Why yeah. would you think German Shepherds are... Anything German or weird... Rottweiler. I mean, that's yeah. a German phrase. Yeah, anything German... Yeah. German dogs but Doberman are bad. used to be so evil, and now people are like, oh, it's a Doberman, whatever. <sighs> Man, do you have the note about... Uh, is this later in the movie when Gomez makes the joke about being rich enough to afford to have someone else raise our kids? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah. that's just as a piece of dialogue that cracked me up. But anyway, but Joan Cusack is here. She's claiming to be a nanny from the agency, mm-hmm. and you know what happens next. I'm not. Well, yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, yeah, says, I have like 14 notes about how how hot Joan Cusack is. That's pretty well, much the rest of yeah, my notes. She tells Morticia, "I love your dress. It's so tight." Yeah, which yeah, that's a good compliment. She, yeah, uh, and she's got and, that lisp. She's got that. It's so tight. Like whatever speech mm, impediment Joan Cusack has. Uh, yeah. And then Morticia's like, Gomez, we might have a new nanny. And she's like, the Debbie is like, oh, hello. Isn't he a lady killer? And goes, acquitted. And the way that the pause that he does when he t- to take the cigar out of his mouth and how excited he is to tell her he was acquitted of being a lady killer. I mean, it's it's such an obvious joke for this movie, That's what I'm saying, but they here. deliver it in in such a way that you're like, bravo. That's the bravo. thing. Even after watching the first film, you totally understand how the jokes set up. Every, you can see all the jokes in this movie coming from a million miles away. It's not about the jokes; it's about how they're done and the performers performing mm-hmm. them. And again, it's another Raul Julia. It you just love watching Raul Julia do his thing. That's 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 yeah. Because he could have been like movies. acquitted. But yeah, no, exactly. Like, no, he's ah, just like acquitted. <laughs> Yeah, it's just such news. Like, ah, I'm so proud of it. But not like he's not. No one's really winking to the audience too, which is kind of great because you you could have easily done been like, oh, see, we we were we're such kooky murderers. But no, everyone lives in their skin so much in this movie. That's one of the best things. It's not just the cast, but how the cast lives in their own skin as these characters without trying to break the fourth wall or be too winky at the at the uh, audiences. That's that's one of the like secret pleasures of these movies. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like. Uh... I can show you all of my references so you know I'm not a homicidal maniac. <laughs> Morticia says, of course you're not. And Gohan says, you're too young. Uh, uh, but she's not that old. She's like a lady in her mid-20s. Yeah. probably killed a couple people in her time before she was like uh, Debbie's age. Yeah. yeah, Fester's peeping from up up the stairs. Fester's reaction. getting so hot. Yeah, he's like up in the rafters, just like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when he comes down later, oh, you know, I guess Christopher Lloyd makes makes great Christopher Lloyd sounds in this oh movie. Oh my god, he he's so hyperactive in these movies. Not even hyperactive, but just he throws so much energy into into this uh, performance. I kind of wonder if he like took a year off his life just being so. And he's like wearing the big padded fester suit and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I'm surprised he he moves around as quickly and as agile as he is with that giant padded suit on. Yeah, yeah, it's really impressive. So they introduce <laughs> Debbie to the baby. Says his name is. They didn't want to give him. Any, oh yeah, any any weird name or disaster name that he that would haunt him for life. So they named him Pubert. Yeah, well you know the and, whole. And, uh, yeah, the yeah. Joan Cusack's. It's like, I like it. It's filthy. 
<laughs> the way she says filthy, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Yeah, Pubert is what Adams originally was going to name Pugsley. Yeah, because none of the characters named for the original yeah. strip, so when they were coming up with characters' names for the TV show, yeah. Which, yeah, that is kind of a gruesome name. It's, it's still just kind of like, yeah, Pubert. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Debbie takes the baby and is like, I love little babies. I just want to hug them and squeeze them till there's no life left in their little bodies. And Gomez and Tish really approve of this line of dialogue. <sighs> yeah, I wonder what the Adams family, because, like, yeah, once you start applying, like, real-life infant mortality thoughts onto the Adams family, like, would they care that much if Pubert died? Would that just be, like... They could just dig up and play with his body. Like, how I think creepy it depends do you want to go how with this? he would die. Yeah. If he went out taking out, like, a dragon or something like that, yeah. probably be more. Yeah. Yeah. How would the Adams family react to SIDS? You have to wonder. <laughs> anyway, I don't, yeah. I think uh, in Adams' is it's too powerful for <laughs> Exactly, yeah, I think that's that. probably part of the joke, yeah. Uh, Their DNA is too strong. So they introduce Debbie to the, the kids, and Debbie's like, why sometimes I bet it was just the two of you. And Wednesday says, or less, it kind of gives Pugsley a side Again, eye. Again, it still yeah. occasionally throws How, Pugsley shade. Why? Bill. Yeah? Why? Answer me. Why did Christina Ricci not do more comedy? She's fucking good at it. She's got the chops. Well, this is her breakout role. I wonder if she was uh, worried about being pigeonholed as a like, c- comic actress, I guess. Because she Has never she really done did. any other comedy? That's the weird thing, because she's never come back. She's so Not good that at I it. know of. Not that I've seen a thousand Christina Ricci movies, but, um, I mean, I'm still alarmed because she was Wednesday Adams. And to me, at least, she seemed to disappear for like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she showed up in a movie with, uh, with Mace Windu called Black Snake Moan, where she's like half naked. And I was like, is that fucking Wednesday Adams? And again, sure. I had never seen these movies, but I had seen the ads. And I'm like, is that, sure that lady? Sleepy Hollow came out before that. She was she in that. Well, I hadn't seen Sleepy Hollow. Maybe I'd seen the ads. Or like, oh, mm. that's right, because that was probably actually the next. She was blonde in that. That was like though. five years after this. She like, doesn't work as a blonde. Oh, God. Well, Tim Burton tends to do that a lot, where he'll take like the, the women who are like really great, like you know, creepy brunettes, and try to put a blonde wig on. I don't know if he has some kind of weird fetish for that or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, I guess it was Sleepy Hollow, then maybe Black Snake Moon, and then I don't know what the fuck she was. I, she's done other stuff. She's done, no, she's done a ton of stuff, but like, but why not comedy? She's so good I, at it. Fucking great. That's this is. I mean, I'm gonna. I harped on this a little bit when we we're talking about the first movie, but why they just don't make a third movie that just it still takes place in the same continuity. It's Christina Ricci as Wednesday. Now she's the head of the family, mm-hmm. and even then, you know, I don't know if she'd still be together with Mister Universe, at, uh, who shows up in this movie. But like, yeah, bring her back. Just say, hey, 25 years later, just say, hey, Raul Julius, just say, Gomez, he's lost in the Bermuda Triangle, or something. Christopher Lloyd's still out there, you got Morticia, it got, most of the cast is still alive and around, you could do, man, I'm just saying. And you create a whole new film. <laughs> what are you, you talking mean? about, Bill? She was in Casper. <sighs> oh, that was probably the next big thing after this. Yeah, it was. That was, yeah, because that was like, what, 95, 96? Yeah, and then she did a bunch of crap. Oh, yeah, no, she's, I mean, she's been in a ton of stuff, it's just trying to find the good stuff that, I mean, I'm glad she that did the she's... remake of That Darn Cat. What? Uh. Oh, my God. Yeah. How does she look these days? Oh, man. She looks fine now. Oh, yeah. Not that... <laughs> How does she look? Is she ugly now? Sleepy <laughs> Hollow was in 99, so that was quite a few later. She did a bunch of weird stuff in between there. But, um... Oh, she was in the Ice Storm, too. That was a great movie. Uh, oh, but, man. yeah. She's done a fuck ton of stuff. I know you're listening. Do more comedies. God damn. She's in the Smurfs, too? <laughs> oh, she... What the fuck? Yeah, Christina Ricci, come back to us. Oh, she was in Speed Racer. That uh, was a great movie. 
So, um, so after Debbie's oh, introduced she's to Penelope, the, oh God. yeah. Anyway, after yeah. After Debbie's done and being introduced to the thing, thing jumps up on Debbie's shoulder, and they're like, "Oh, he likes you." And she, yeah, this is she's one of the a little awkward at I was, first. Yeah, but then she sucks on his finger and is like, "I'm good with my hands." <laughs> yeah, which I'm pretty sure is also a trailer sting, <sighs> which doesn't really make any sense because unless can someone's hands have sex with thing? Is that the joke? Like, I mean, she sucks his finger real quick. Yeah. And you think like, good with my mouth, but gonna ah yeah, yeah no, she's yeah. good with her hands. Yeah. she's good with hands. She's oh, good with handling hands. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just trying to think too much. You are trying to think too oh much. My God, yeah. Ugh. Uh, so then she meets Fester. He's super awkward and hiding behind the banister. I just imagine Joan Joan Cusack on that blue screen set. The, the day she had to suck things finger whether you got a guy in a blue screen monkey suit with like his hand exposed like s- sucking this special effects guy's finger uh just the, the image in my mind just kind of cracks me up but anyway yeah go 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 ahead yeah so and, and debbie's like these adams man where do you find them it has to be damp and they could have gone with like a super easy joke like but that's just kind of weird yeah. you know at, at, you know, at a morgue, at a cemetery, it's, or yeah, exactly, a jail, yeah. or, at the or circus, court, or anything. Court, yeah. But the fact that they just went with the broad, it has to be damp. Which is even more just kind of like, ew. That's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't go with the obvious one. Oh. I like, I appreciate I'm assuming this must that. have been written by the, whoever wrote the first one, too, right? Because it's I'm such sure, a similar probably, thing. Yeah. I mean, it's directed by the same people and everything, yeah. but um, I did see people very upset about how. It seems like the house is different, like it's like the house layout and mm. the exterior looks just slightly different from the first one. Because I'm sure they had to rebuild it. How anal do you have to be to <laughs> notice that shit and be upset about it? I know it's just kind of funny, just like looking up stuff about this on IMDb. People are like, "Why does the house look different?" But then again, people bitched about like what the satellite dish on top of the Millennium Falcon. So why the hell? Although not? in universe, there's a reason why that looks different. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. But yeah, people still bitched about it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's and the Adams family house. It's magical. Who? Yeah, knows? Exactly, yeah, yeah, the fucking, like, have you paid attention to the reality that these people exist in, yeah. Uh, I mean, technically, the ballroom that the Momushka takes yeah. place in would never fit inside no. that house, because it's twice the size of yeah. the interior space of that house, but yeah. Uh, so, Fester and Gomez are chilling on Fester's bed, and he says, <laughs> Oh, Fester, I'm such a lucky man. I hope someday you'll know the ins- indescribable joy of having children. Oh, this is pain. yeah. Well, if you couldn't fucking talk over the middle of my line read of it, <laughs> okay, okay, you okay, dick. Okay. I didn't realize it was a radio play. No, no, okay. we're done with that line. We're moving okay. on. No, no, it's the best line it. of all. No. <laughs> I'm a terrible radio producer. <laughs> I feel like. Oh, this is the line I was talking about. Keep going. Orson Welles doing the War of the Worlds. This producer's like, oh shit, that's scary what you just said. And Orson Welles is rolling his eyes. You son of a bitch. Why why did I ask you to do this show with me? Oh my gosh. God. Yeah, look who you're talking to. (laughs) Anyway, yes. Anyway, he says, someday I hope you'll know the indescribable joy of having children and paying someone else to raise them. Just the way that's written, too. I love the sentiment, but just, and of course, the performance is great but yeah i just love how fucking self self aware that line is it's great um and then he's like you'll have plenty of time to find somebody special you'll meet someone someone who won't press charges (laughs) and again it's christopher lord sitting in his bed and his like head's on the pillow but he's kind of just looking up and just like the most kind of weird little way like he looks pathetic as hell and then gomez is about to get up but he's like oh 
what's this? And pulls out an old-timey... Oh, this is the most fucked up joke <laughs> Old-timey yeah. nudie mag. And is like, oh, and unfolds it. And they look at each other and go, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that with the people, with, with Jimmy Conley leaning on the... I was just like, wait, what? Oh, no, that's the worst joke in the movie. That's the best joke in the movie. I mean, it's simultaneously the best joke in the film, but uh, yeah. But then Debbie is... Oh, God. ...in her room watching Unsolved Mystery slash American Most Wanted. Yeah, she's just parody. like eating a big box of bonbons while watching like this little shitty little TV, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, talking about the Black Widow, this... Yeah, Peter Who's Graves. Yeah, yeah, freaking out, yeah. I'm Peter Graves. Yeah. Uh, she marries people and then murders them and then vanishes. Yeah, you get to, she's, she's at least murdered three other husbands. And yeah. she shows up as like a brunette and a blonde and a redhead. And yeah. I love how she's watching herself and she's so entertained by her little life story on this TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's just like smirking and just like eating bonbons and like, mm-hmm. yeah. so self satisfied. It's great. She's so smug. Uh, yeah. So the next day, Debbie's on the stairs with the baby. The baby. The baby. After the kill, to try to kill it with an anvil. Okay, yeah. Um, and Gomez and... Oh, this is... They're also setting up... The, I think they're setting up the joke that uh, Grandma Ma's lab's right beneath the stairs for later, too. Because they smash... The anvil smashes through the ground, and you kind of see there's a bit of, like, a, like a little lab thing beneath. Oh, okay. Which becomes a little part of the Rube Goldberg joke at the end of the movie, but yeah. <laughs> um, um, but then they're like, we're going out, say... So, oh, one, one, one oh. two. Go, just flashing back to Debbie watching TV too. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is she watching TV, but like above the wall, you see she's pinned up all these uh, uh, news clippings of. You see that she's been following Fester. Yeah, and all the news clippings are for, like Forum Forbes magazine. I just love the idea that somehow Fester has become some kind of international millionaire bachelor of note, worthy of front page articles in newspapers and magazines all around the world. Because all these articles are super flattering, like, Fester, man about talent, and it's Fester just being this goony guy. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. Whatever newspaper article she pulled out that stuff from, that that's also just one of my favorite jokes in the movie, even though it's not a joke, but, like, yeah. Anyway, fair yeah. Uh, Gomez and Morticia are leaving, and, like, and then Fester's leaving with them, and yeah. he runs past debbie on the stairs and like say goodbye to debbie fester and he runs back and goes what does he say and runs away <laughs> he doesn't barely even looks at her and just yeah just, and it's just great, a bo- top down yeah. shot and of him him just got and running away which i well great what it was actually really fun watching this with a crowd of people because like even leland just burst out laughing just because like <laughs> if you're a guy who's ever been turned down by a lady or been really weird about women you totally know how that feels you're just like burr, 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 burr. yeah um, yeah, just having Fester as Fester and love love struck Fester is even fucking a little more hilarious. Yeah. Just, there yeah. were enough points where the, this movie caused me to laugh out loud. Yeah, not a lot of being a jaded internet generation. Usually, the most something gets from me is a hmm. yeah, oh, that's cute. Hmm. Especially when that's not like even a pointed. And then joke. I write LOL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not even a pointed joke. It's just a funny little bit of character interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I do love, appreciate the fact that Wednesday suspects that something's up with Debbie yeah, well, right yeah, off the bat, which Deb- turns into the next Debbie's scene, Debbie's yeah. sitting in the, the office going through, like, oh, oh yeah, she all really these, is just pouring through everything. bonds, savings, gold yeah. balloons. If this were the first movie, you'd think it would be Thing, because Thing's still around. He's the house yeah. pet. You'd think he would realize something's Wednesday's up. Wednesday's spying but on her, painted yeah. like the wall. Cousin that's Alan Adams. And again, the Adams family reality, that would actually work. She's standing like five feet away from Debbie, and Debbie doesn't even realize, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, 
And also the yeah. fact that Christina Ricci had to sit there probably presumably for five hours where they painted that like fucking wallpaper texture on her face, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. You know? Debbie's know. messing with the baby's like, hold still, you little brat. And Wednesday's like, he's not a brat. He's a baby. And she's like, the most adorable baby. And she's like, don't rub it in. <laughs> uh, but then she's like, why'd you come here? And she's like, to take care of you, all of you, especially my uncle. And just walks away. Yeah. Like, just fucking 13-year-old girl throwing some serious shade. She's good. Yeah, no, it's yeah, fantastic. She's, 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 the, she's the real star of this movie. So you've seen Ricky Hall, right? Yeah, oh, yes. You I'm just s- forgot she was in it. Well, she's blonde. It's, yeah. Well, I compared yeah, to, I mean, that's, that's true. I that's forgot. That's the whole I, joke. Of you know me. I forgot about Bill Vision. <laughs> I am. I. Somebody shaves their beard and you're like, oh, well, I've, I have no idea what they look like anymore. I would easily be tricked by her just like putting on brown makeup in front of a brown wallpaper and me going, who's there? There's an invisible spirit over there. Yeah. Um. So. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh. Wednesday kind of shows her cards a little bit too much to Debbie, so Debbie yeah. concocts a plan. Yeah, Debbie tells, sits Tish and Gomez down and tells them that you know, the kids, that's all they've been talking about. They really want to do it, you know. For a moment, oh, I thought I she was going to say they wanted to go to Disneyland, but then I was like, oh, that's right, I forgot this movie. It's the summer camp joke. Yeah. yeah. The poor little deers, it's all they've been talking about. And uh, they're like, no, you can't believe it. <laughs> summer camp. So they're going to Camp Chippewa. I was going to jump ahead for another one of my favorite jokes in the movie, but yeah, you do have all the family. Does it just smash cut to them all just in the car? I think so. Yeah, Lurch is driving them. You don't get enough Lurch in this movie, too. No. Um, again, because you have new characters and new things going on in this movie, but like, it's nice to see. Almost, almost, I almost kind of wonder, too, if Carl Strike and uh, who plays Lurch, I wonder almost if he had a stroke between this and the first movie, because his one eye's a little droopier than a little, at least from what I remember. He seems to be moving a little bit more slowly as Lurch, too. I don't know if I something don't, happened. I, I've, but... I've heard him talk recently. And I mean, he's, he's, he's still around. He's still, yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. He can still bring back. He can still be Lurch. Well, you got to give up this dream. Everybody's old now, and, so, and one of them is I know, dead. I know. I know. I, I know Christopher me. Lloyd is amazing, but I doubt he can still jump around like Oh, yeah. No, movie. old Christopher, oh, Christopher Lloyd can barely like record his voiceover acting yeah. for the Back to the Future game. His Funkle Fester now would be like, Children, yeah. Oh, give me a candy. I'm gonna pull that out. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Wow, but you can dream. So then a bunch of white people shit happens. <laughs> it really is. And you're introduced to some. Oh white people, my god! And this some... this movie had this whole segment of the movie is about how the evils of dumb white people. Yeah, and they the. the just the coloring of all the blue and pink and white pastels. Yeah, the costuming is great, and like the the, the location almost looks How like it was filmed in Oregon because everything's actually. That's one of my favorite lines too. Is uh, Gomez is being presented with all these people. Well, even before you get to see the white people show up, uh, they're just sitting by uh, the docks, and like Gomez is just sitting in there with a cigar, and he's like the smell of pine and he's just so disgusted by it. you don't even see exactly what he's seeing but he's just sitting there and like you yeah he, and then he's he just, hands pugsley a cigar <laughs> and he lights it yeah but the scent of pine his line reading of that just cracks me up so much and the look of disgust on his face it's just <laughs> and, uh, again it's the obvious joke I, you know it's coming but it's just yeah. i don't know why they didn't send the kids to summer camp at camp custard's uh camp for teenage offenders that's what that this one i was watching i was leland this is like a, a, this must have been after camp crusty right yeah camp crusty what, what's camp custard camp custard's 
Camp See, for Teenage was... Offenders. That's from the first movie. It's where Gomez and Fester went when they were young. Oh, that's right, because you get to see all the photos and stuff. Maybe you got. Maybe this is the same place, but it's under new management. You know what? <laughs> in fact, actually, would have been kind of cute if they actually actually had made that joke. Mm. Like, yeah, because you could actually just had one line from Gomez saying, "Oh yes, under new management, fuck this shit," or you know something like it's that. It's the foremost yeah. camp for privileged young adults. <laughs> Again, I love the kind of class, despite the Addams Family being, like, the richest people in the fucking galaxy in this movie, I love the weird class issues in this movie. It's great. Yeah. I fucking love it. I roll it around on my tongue, yeah, as they would like say in Frankenstein. All the stereotypical pretty white people, except oh, for yeah. one Jewish family with one nerdy Jewish kid. <laughs> well, do you know who that, you recognize that guy? Joel? I've seen him in other stuff. Yeah, he was in, um, he's uh, David Krumholtz. He's just been in a whole bunch. He yeah. was in a, a Firefly, played Mr. Universe. He was... Uh, he's just, he was on the TV show Numbers, just a thousand yeah. other things. Yeah, he's, he, he's Mr. McJewy, <laughs> essentially. Because, <laughs> well, I've seen other things where he's like, oh, convey, and even in this movie, he's pretty much, oh, him, and the, him and the guy that played the Hebrew hammer. Yeah, those two guys are kind of like the most, and they kind of make it like, almost like, sometimes they're playing parody of Jewish guys, sometimes they're doing the, the, the Jewish thing straight, but yeah. Um, also, did you recognize, uh, the, the, the dude camp counselor? Yeah. It's Janos yeah. Poha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love like I went to art school with a girl who claimed to be that guy's daughter, which I believe because if you're gonna make up a lie about being the daughter <laughs> yeah. of a famous actor, yeah. you don't pick the guy from Adam's Family, the camp counselor from Adam's Family Values, yeah. or the Janos Poha from Ghostbusters too. But uh, there's yeah. but the the Jewish kid Joel, he's he sees Wednesday and instantly falls in love. Oh, could you, you actually a, you know his name? Image of her. I don't know if you noticed it, but in the background, you see Pugsley with with a noose. No, putting it around his neck. <laughs> I didn't even see that. No, it's my so God. subtle, and you, I just barely noticed it. But I was like, "That's a great joke." Oh my God! Oh, and uh, fucking Joel's dad is it's it's not Joel Schumacher. It's who the guy Barry Sonnenfeld, the guy yeah. who made this movie. Yeah, yeah. the director cameo again. Uh, um, so. Debbie's reading a story to the baby back at the Adams's house, and then she changes it to be more seductive because she realizes Fester standing in the doorway. Who's that sophisticated man? Her weird line reading, yeah, the way she speaks. With that bald head. His bald head, yeah. And he's like, he's just like, he's doing this to the Uncle Fester where he's like digesting himself with lust. Just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fest, so Fester runs off to Gomez to talk about how she's driving me crazy. Uh, he's like, I never thought I'd find someone for me. And Gomez says, there's Thing. And Thing like, <laughs> like fuck no. And I'm like, oh, did they just make a jerk-off joke I with just, Thing? Just... <laughs> this one's got layers. If you really stop and think about what these people are fucking saying to each other. Yeah. Is this... I know this is also the thing where Fester says, like, no, I want somebody with, like, arms and legs and even maybe a head, yeah. which I love that's, like, an arms and legs of <laughs> Arms and legs, oh, and Gomez is like, two? <laughs> is this also the scene where Fester comes out and says, she makes me think of violent chemicals, yeah. <laughs> which is just also just a strange <laughs> phrase to say. Mm. Um, yeah, and again, it, it's it's not so much the joke, it's just the way Christopher Lloyd sells it is just fucking great. The line reading is great. Yeah. Um, so, Gomez convinces Fester to ask her out on a date, Yeah, and Fester's like, only if you do it with me, and he's like, of course we'll do it with you. Yeah, so essentially a double date, yeah. yeah. And then there's a quick scene of Wednesday at Pugs Lake Camp doing some swimming stuff. Everyone's wearing, uh, yeah. everyone's wearing the same swimming trunks and uh, swim one pieces except for Wednesday Pugsley and Joel. Yeah, and Joel's just got, like, flip-flops and, like, a snorkel and all kinds of shit like yeah. that. And uh, Pugsley and Adams are... Uh, 
uh, Pugsley and uh, and uh, Christina Ricci are just dressed like an Edwardian black, yeah. like uh, like black heavy wool like swim outfits and. Mm-hmm. And uh, what well, the 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 stupid blonde girl is like? Is that your bathing Amanda? suit? Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. Amanda, I think she's, her character in the plays. I just call her Sarah Miller because that's what her character in the play is called. Mm. Uh, but she's also she played the Girl Scout. Yeah, in the lead, first one. girl from like that's that's. I remember that being the big trailer. Joke Apparently, she was movie. also in Buffy. Yeah, which I did. I remember this actress from the '90s, and I probably remember her more from Buffy than anything else. Mm, I never saw um, Buffy, so she's like just like a third-rate character. She was from like maybe half a dozen episodes where they're building a Slayer army. I think that's mm. what it was. Um, but yeah, swim lessons. Uh, what's her name? Face wants to be an actress, and yeah, I'll be the victim she's... all your life. <laughs> that's that's actually one of Christian Ricci's best line readings in the movie mm. too. Just like yeah, I think that was another trailer. Joke, yeah. or at least no, some the, of the swimming the first stuff one was. was uh what was the other line from that part there was another line from that part where um it's weird how these words the and images despite me not having seen this movie until just like two days ago how words and images from the trailer from this that i saw like maybe a dozen times back literally 25 years ago can yeah. still ring in my head but yeah uh that scene finishes and then go they're on the double date and fester's being super awkward at dinner just being a fucking goonie Just bird. Just being a goonie bird. Yeah. So, eventually, Debbie and Morticia are in the bathroom talking, and she's like, I can't tell. Does he like me at all? Of course he does. He vomited. <laughs> and this may be... He does this thing where... Fester stands up at some point with Gomez, and they're talking about how... I think it's another thing where... I don't know. Are they talking to the girls or what? I well, can't Fester remember. Or maybe Gomez... while they're in the bathroom, they're talking about the girls. Uh-huh. And, like, Fester's, the line is just, we should have ugly girls. Yeah. Because he's talking about how we, oh, Gomez well, is Gomez talking tells about how him, we don't, yeah, we don't deserve you, women of such beauty yeah, and Yeah, Gomez and, and tells him to, to how, you know, you gotta romance them, woo them. Yeah. And the girls get back and they stand up and Fester's like, or Gomez is like, we are so lucky to That's have such is, yeah. radiant, lovely women here with us. Fester's like, we should have and the way he spits it out too it's just like he knows he knows he doesn't know what he's saying but he's just like blurting out whatever what he thinks is a compliment and he's fucking it up and i just love even the cavern set for this restaurant because it's like it's supposed to be uh morticia and gomez's favorite restaurant of course it's like the subterranean cave but actually kind of looks like a cool little restaurant yeah um uh also attended by a super looks like uh the bad guy from uh from rocky four and uh, Kira Nerys from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, but that we'll get to that later. That okay, there. that. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Drago. But then some violin music plays, and Gomez and Morticia cannot resist the urge to do some waltzing, <laughs> romance style. As if there's a big deal about how the Momoshka got cut down severely from the first movie, so it's as if the filmmaker said, fuck you, we're doubling down <laughs> on the pointless dance scene for this film. Yeah. Yeah. All the Not wh- pointless, all but the like, while, it doesn't propel the plot Fester forward anyway. Fester is but, yeah. wooing Debbie by sticking breadsticks in his nose. Not just once, but twice. Like, <laughs> it's could, a continuing yeah. joke throughout well, the yeah, scene. Well, yeah, like, she looks away, and, like, he's in the background, like, kind of just <laughs> fumbling with them, and she looks back at him, and he's like, oh! And, it's, like, she goes to stick out back in his nose, like, oh, can't let her catch me without my breadsticks in my nostrils. He's got such a, like, like grade school idea why he thinks it's gonna be funny or attractive to another person. <laughs> it's fucking great, yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Gomez and Morticia continue to dance and lots of sped up high motion like fast motion photography of like Morticia being spun around yeah. and like dancing around and like they're kind of doing a tango and the Addams Family movies uh, 
Uh, well, actually, the, the it's it's they nicely actually blend together both the theme from the original show and the theme from the original film, which yeah. are two different things uh, throughout this tango, which I thought was yeah. kind of nice. But and they they finish the waltz and but not all... after like there's a little, uh, this one gonna say where like uh, uh, Morticia kind of like she gets spun around, she like lands in the in the fa- in front of the face of this Ivan Drago, like this big kind of like square jawed like Russian looking dude, and, like this like out like military outfit, mm-hmm. and there's some more like a moment where like. Uh, Gomez gets jealous and like spins her back to the thing, yeah. and then like Morticia spins Gomez off into in, in, into the, like the lap of like the super like super cute like short haired lady with like kind of like nineteen twenties like fucking cigarette and shit like that, and like yeah, and the corks pop up and and, and, and the champagne, champagne bottles jizzes explode. Everywhere. It's a nice little moment. Yeah, it's kind of like the centerpiece of the movie. It's almost Morticia like this whole movie is full of nice little moments. Yeah, nice little moments. The motion picture. <laughs> uh, so that finishes. Yeah. Uh. Right. And there's another quick scene of the the camp where all the the white girls are telling scary ghost <laughs> stories in the cabin, and then the ghost said, "I will haunt you forever." And all the girls go, "Ah!" Yeah. Like the most forced, like, "Ah, ah no." And then they're like, "All right, Wednesday, you have to continue it." And she's like, "No." Uh, yeah, come on. And then she sits up, and this is definitely from the trailers where she's like, yeah. uh, and the when they woke up, yeah. all their old noses had grown back. And all the girls were like, ah, yeah, oh, Real scream. Uh, so then Debbie and Fester are walking through the cemetery. The most romantic place on the Adams is his estate. Yeah, like, where else are you going to go, really, though? <laughs> it's yeah. true. Uh, it's, according to some of the long shots, it would seem to suggest that their judge neighbor has moved away. Because there's literally no one else around like Probably. this desolate hill where they're living at now. But yeah. He should have left a long time ago. <sighs> Although, it could have only been nine months, because this movie only takes place nine months. Could have only... Unless... Morticia has an inc- incredibly long gestation period for the baby, which that could be possible. This could be, could have been two years later. Who knows? Whatever. But yeah, it's Debbie and Gomez just taking a romantic stroll through the family, Adam's family uh, cemetery, still with the weird uggo gravestones mm-hmm. from the first film. One of the gravestones is just a big thumb. Yeah. Uh, maybe that thumb. was maybe that was Thing's dad. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so then Debbie's like, "Fester, I must confess Aww. something to you." I'm a virgin. What's that? <laughs> it's somebody who's never had. I remember as a kid watching Spaceballs on cable, mm. and there's a scene where um, Dot Matrix, the robot played mm-hmm. by Joan Rivers, uh, she on her chest, uh, the, virgin the virgin alarm, alarm goes off, and yeah. I remember asking my mom like, "What's a virgin?" And she was just like, eh. I never got an answer, and I had to look it up in a dictionary. I was like, oh, well, that's okay. What it is? I know what I knew what a virgin was. I know that's what the virgin like what it mm. meant. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, that little flashback to that. But yeah, well, again, uh, it's it's continuing the thing of Fester just being like essentially a child. Yeah, he doesn't even. and Debbie's like, it's somebody who's never known romantic physical contact. Oh, you mean with another person? I'm one too. And she's like, with your looks? Why, I'm sure I'm sure the ladies follow you around like crazy. Store detectives. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, Fester. Which that creates a very specific picture in my mind that just cracks me <laughs> Yeah, up, back yeah. in the days when there used to be store detectives. Exactly, when people cared that note, yeah. And she's like, when oh, Fester, was, yeah. I always dreamed of meeting somebody untouched, someone pure, someone just like you. Don't meet him. And he's like, really, he's so fast and like, just... I don't need him. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She says she uh. loves Fester. Fester's like, oh, I love you too. Uh, 
Gomez and Tish are looking at their baby inside. The little baby's got a little Hannibal Lecter mask on. Yeah. Um, and then Fester bursts in and says, Gomez, Morticia, something magical, something has, incredible has happened. The rash, it's gone. <laughs> and, like, you could have had one of them say it, but the fact they both said it, like, one... One said the rash, and the other said Which kind of suggests this is a serious fucking rash, like, <laughs> that, that they both know about it, and, like, this is their ultimate hope for, like, uh, for Fester that, that His rash the rash goes, goes away, but, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, engaged! To be fair, I, I would have been, if I were part of the family, too, I'd be kind of surprised that Fester's already gone from, like, being this weird about uh, Debbie to already being engaged to Debbie. Yeah. That is quite a jump. Um, but, yeah. That ring! It was our mother's! She was buried with it! She holds up the... I think the that may have been from that the was trailers, that, that too, was, yeah. yeah. That was in the trailer with her weird, scrunchy smile that she does. <laughs> she, everything about her is just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> it seems like she was already born to be an Adams. It's, that, like I said, that's one of the biggest tragedies about the film, because she should be part of the family yeah. already. But, yeah. Lightning crashes and somewhere far off Wednesday wakes up. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so... I love her sixth sense about this stuff, too. It's not just her being smart, but she just, like, just preternaturally knows somehow that, like, yeah. shit's going wrong. There's uh, another miles scene away. with with white people being white, and Wednesday and Pugsley don't want to do it, so they're sent to the Harmony Hut. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's called. I just called it the Torture Shack. Yeah. Yeah. And then the 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 Joel gets sent there too, and they're like, Joel gets sent there reading for reading a fucking brief well, no, history of time. Yeah. They're like, "What'd you do?" And he's like, "I didn't want to make a, I didn't want to go horseback riding or build a birdhouse. I just wanted to read." And then. The Gary opens the door and is like, Not on my watch! Four eyes! Four eyes! And grabs a book out of his hands and love, <laughs> cackles and goes love away. Love the brief flashes the counselors just being dicks because they seem to be pretty, pretty consistently trying to be nice people, but the weird flashes where they just kind of like are brutal assholes, mm-hmm. sort of, which makes it easier to hate, but like, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And what then, a dick. Like, Joel looks up and goes like, Oh! And starts screaming because this is one there's of the a, coolest jokes in the movie. <laughs> there's a Michael Jackson poster of Heal Which, the World. I didn't realize, like, again, I, I know I should not be looking up trivia for my own film, but I did That's anyway. Fine. But uh, I guess Michael Jackson had actually written and recorded a song that uh, the single, like, in, in, because what? What's his face? Uh, MC Hammer. Did the, mm-hmm. the did the single for the, for the first film? Yeah, uh, Michael Jackson. He volunteered a single for this film, and he re- wrote and recorded. He was done. Yeah. And then between that and the movie coming out, the child molestation allegations hit, and so the uh, the producers of the film said, ah, "We're not gonna have a Michael Jackson song anymore. Instead, we're gonna have this Michael Jackson <laughs> joke." <laughs> Heal yeah. the world. The, the poster's great too because it shows the whole world. Have you heard that song? I meant to listen to it. I think I've heard of it before because they said it was part of his Ghosts yeah. music video, and I've seen that before. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually the main song in that Ghost, but it's. I think it's a song called "It Is Scary," which something like that. It's a terrible yeah. title. Yeah, well, not that "Whoop." There it is. Adam's Family <laughs> remix is any better? But yeah, yeah. Uh, but that is just kind of yeah. That's a good oh joke in God, that, yeah. that one. Uh, uh, Adam's Family Values on the cutting edge of Michael Jackson hate back yeah. in 1993, yeah. Uh, so the kids try to break out at night in ninja garb, but they're caught. <laughs> I like they actually really do have ninja, like, yeah. 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 Uh, but they're, Whatever they're, they're like. like. We have to go see our family. It's very important. Uh, more important than sunshine? Than making new friends? Oh, all the, the whole camp shows up fun. to catch it. Yeah. And then they start to think, sing Kumbaya. 
And the way that Christina Ricci like backs up and grabs at the the fence behind her, it's her comedy chops are ridiculous. It's funny because she's not playing it for laughs. She's not playing to the, to the it's legitimate fear. It's, she's actually doing a good job of acting. If this were a dramatic film of her just kind of like 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 backing away, like she's being attacked yeah. by a dog. Yeah, and like yeah, so I mean she has great chops because it's because she actually has dramatic chops, but she's deploying them in a comedic <laughs> situation. Yeah, her just like. Uh, but she's not like making a big scared face. No, she's just, just her like, eyes are just wide. Like it's more like legitimate terror. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, and, you don't even really see what the hell Pugsley or Joel are doing in the scene no. too. It's just because yeah, they they knew that Christina Ricci was the star of this shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, it just focuses on her. So then there's bridal. Does it just end with that, like where she's just kind of yeah, backing away? Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's a bridal shower and a bachelor party, and the bridal <laughs> shower, Margaret from the first movie comes back. Yeah, which is great. I love the continuity. With the, of that. Her baby. Yeah. What? I didn't say anything. No, that's the baby's name. What? Which was definitely from one of the trailers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, was the cake joke? No, that was not to, in was the, trailer, the trailers. No. Okay, yeah. Uh, which is probably what the second coldest joke of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the the guys are down in the basement having a bachelor party, and Lumpy's down there from the yeah, first Yeah, Lumpy, Lumpy, that's Adams. the one. He sh- he shows up at the wedding proper too. I was like, yeah. he's the one continuity of extra extracurricular uh, Adams family, <laughs> extracurricular or whatever. Aside from cousin <laughs> it, which you expect. But I love that ex- they all yeah. their extracurricular exercise. Fucking love Lumpy. That hopefully Lumpy Adams still back. You bring back old Lumpy Adams. For, yeah, I have his, to make his, of an official pitch for what my Adam's Family 3 movie would be. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, the guys have been by Lurch rolls out a big cake and Gomez is like, ta-da! Nothing. Ta-da! Nothing. It opens up the top and a bunch I of... I swear sm- I've seen this joke somewhere uh, else too. A bunch like, of smoke yeah. comes out and he goes, that poor girl. Lurch, was she in there before you baked? <laughs> that poor girl and i love the shitty stage smoke that's coming yeah. out of the cake and the cake's obviously not even an actual cake it's just like plaster of yeah. paris just cake but yeah and he's like say la vie and everybody laughs because <laughs> they're fucking the, adams that's the second coldest joke in the whole movie like hey, it's the adams family yeah and then uh, i love the idea that they're just having the the, the bachelor party in the basement yeah. right below where the, the, the where baby shower want to be with adams is yeah and then joel glicker and wednesday are sitting on a bar uh a bench at dusk and she's like are you really allergic to everything it's kind of a mirror of all the 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 gomez and morticia yeah. scenes in the and cemetery like, a little bit yeah yeah milk fluoride do you know what happens if my mom uses fabric softener i love this is a great line reading it <laughs> could you fucking i'm just saying it's good you're doing such a good job that like i can see the movie in my head it's like i'm right there fuck first reality we just need daniel brutus Oh, do it, do it! Dude, fucking <laughs> this, I'd be terrible at stories at, at parties where they tell stories and stuff like campfire stories. Good, this is a good part. It's it's, good. You better say this part good. Did you do that back in the day? Where you went to Star Wars <laughs> for like the fifth time, and you're watching it, and somebody. This is a good part, and, and like Princess Leia's like, <laughs> "I love you," and you go, "Watch what Han says here." <laughs> He's gonna say I know, but it's sad because he gonna get frozen. <laughs> he says, "You know what might happen if I use a fabric softener? I die." And so yeah. Wednesday takes a pause and then kind of scoots close just closer to the him. pause and the way he says, "I die." It's yeah. just yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
Oh my god! So uh, Wednesday, uh, you should when I I should be somewhere where people have to audition for roles, and I'm like, oh wait, this what, what are you going to say? This is my favorite line <laughs> in the auditions. Just just drive everyone crazy. Oh uh, my god! Wednesday invites Joel to the to go to the wedding with okay, her, and yeah. he's like, like a date? No. And that's that. <laughs> There's not even uh, a joke there. Yeah. yeah, and then the wedding happens oh with Lurch playing Sunrise, Sunset from Fiddler on the Roof. I have no idea what that is. Jimmy and Conley were freaked. They just realized that for the first time we were oh, watching, yeah. and I've never seen Fiddler on the Roof. It's, uh... Does that, that not only star Mazel Tov? What's his face? Mazel Tov? What's yeah, his from face? the producers? No. Is that not Mazel Tov? I don't think is so. Is he a Mustel? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I might be wrong. I just thought, that because we're going to be talking about the producers in a bit. Um, not in this episode, but like that's something that's good. Let's see. Zero Mustang. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's the same guy. But yeah, I've never seen Filler on the Roof. That's a half a good movie. Let's see. The front half before oh, it gets no, super Oh, no, he was, depressing. yeah, he plays, uh, yeah, he was on at least the, the stage version of Filler on the Roof. Uh, yeah, because he was in the funny thing happened to win the forum. Okay, so, okay, so, yeah. yeah. it's definitely not the same guy. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Chaim anyway. Topol is Taviat. Oh, and... Topol, because like he's, he was another guy. Okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. But the wedding happens am... with sunrise, sunset, uh, and then they get married. And uh, Debbie's already, her disgust for Fester's already starting to show when he's like, I love you, I, I would kill for you, I romance, oh, I worship the ground you walk on. She's already like, oh, kind of getting nauseated at it. Yeah. Um, well, it is performing the ceremony. <laughs> Cousin, so, is, cousin it is a one joke joke. Do you know like, who plays Cousin It? <laughs> is it like Marilyn Monroe? Is no, it going to be somebody like it? It actually turns out to be Cary Grant. Children in of that... the Corn? Uh, no, why? Is it one of the kids from Children of the Corn? Do you know Isaac from Children of the Corn? No. The preacher kid from Children of the Corn? No. He was the the lead kid who was actually like a 20 something year old dude who just looked like an eight year old. But that's the guy That's the... the guy playing Cousin It. If I Some even recognize the actor from anything is. like that, uh, the actor's name is John Franklin. Oh yeah, his big two. It's it, he plays Isaac Croner and Children of the Corn and Cousin It in the Abbs Family, and that's like his two. That's yeah. it. I mean, he's been in other stuff, but yeah, but those are well known shit. Oh, that's kind of like weird casting for that, but all right. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much yeah. He oh, uh, he played Chucky in a couple of the Child's Play movies. He was the dude in the Chucky suit for a couple of things, but yeah. Anyway, that's weird. that's weird. Anyway. Uh, I have to watch Children of the Corn someday for the of the party. So, yeah, I hear it's not very good. Yeah. Um. So, their car shows up dragging cans and also a dead body. <laughs> Randomly! It's not even, like, no one points it out, but just, like, a dead dude, yeah. Yeah. Because Adams is. Uh, and then Debbie and Fester having their, uh, their honeymoon in Hawaii, which I don't know why. Do we skip how... past trans Adams? The, the, it calls uh, Wednesday a tramp. When she catches oh, yeah, the bouquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that one kind of... Her, again, the line rating of tramp. Yeah. I'm like, it's not Wednesday's fault. She, like, she essentially has the bouquet thrust into her yeah. arms while everyone's like fighting And Joel's like, now you have to get married. And she said, it's not binding. Yeah. <laughs> and I love, yeah, Joel's just like kind of defeated about it too. Now you have to get married. Yeah. Uh, so, Fester's in the tub in a bubble bath. I, mean, I don't know why Fester would agree to go to Hawaii, but okay. It doesn't seem like There's nothing Hawaii about why they're there too. Yeah, yeah. it's just, you know... Um, he's in the tub, and she's like, she picks up a boombox with it plugged into the wall, and he's like, I ordered this cassette from Time Life. Remember when fucking Time Life this had like this eighty cassette machine. tape 
this conversation collection. crack big. It's such a weird. It's not even spooky or anything. It's just like slamming on time life for no yeah. reason. Yeah. She's like, would you do anything for me? Would you die for me? And he's like, yes! And she throws the radio in the tub and boosh, boosh. Well, he starts screaming and then you get a little hint of Judge Doom in there because he's yeah. like... And actually, it's one of the legitimately creepiest parts of the movie where like the lights start flashing and she's like writhing around in like ecstasy while he's supposedly dying. And that is actually kind of like, oh, that's actually kind of like creepy looking. Yeah, but then it lights up because he's got a light bulb I do like to bring back the light bulb joke, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, so they're God. in bed later, and she's like, "Have you never had sex?" And he's like, "No." And she's like, "Then how do you know you're not having it right now?" I do love how she she's just realized, trying to get out of it yeah, as much as possible. Her realizing the situation that she's manipulated herself into when he climbs into bed, yeah. and she's like, "Oh God, what the fuck?" And she's <laughs> trying to think her way out like, of the situation. He insinuates yeah. that basically he's seen Gomez and Morticia do it enough <laughs> yeah. times that he knows. And it's just like, oh, and you can he's imagine like, when they be fuck. just like Gomez and Morticia. With me outside the door and lurch down the hall. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, and and she's can, like, you know, Gomez and Morticia when they fuck, man, the inte- <laughs> like that is earth shattering. The whole house, knows. Knows, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, knocking the house off its foundation, uh, foundation sexy. So he knows what sex yeah. sounds like. She at eventually least. gets fed yeah. up and is like, okay, I'm ready. Just one thing, and he's like, I know. Gomez told me no giggling <laughs> and no hand puppets. <laughs> Which I would like to think that like for Gomez and Morticia that's cool, but like when like when outsiders when you're having sex with a non Adams, yeah, don't go straight no to the giggling puppets. and hand puppets. Maybe yeah. later, but like you got to yeah. build up to that. But yeah, she's like, after we make love, you can never see your family again. And she's like, if I pictured them in our lives, I couldn't achieve. And then she eventually touches his dick, and he makes the worst face. <laughs> In the history of faces, this is, this is kind of the this. smile that will haunt my dreams. Christopher Lloyd making his own face. I think I kind of blacked out during the scene because the insinuation of the things that are happening are just a little bit too much. It's not the fun kind of creepy. It's more like the sad kind of like even for a joke movie, even for a comedy. I'm kind of like, yeah. yeah. And there's a quick cringing like, a little bit. Not really much of anything scene where Gomez gives. Uh... The baby, the hair of the pup, which is eggs and Worcestershire sauce. Oh, yeah, the, kid, the baby's over. wearing sunglasses. Yeah, because and, yeah. Of the party was just too much for him. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's, it's not a pointed joke. It's yeah. just a little, like, interstitial Very, thing. Uh, yeah. kind of a just to show it, like, yeah. transition of time, really, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wednesday reads a letter from Fester saying that he can never see them again. Mm-hmm. And when they're older, they understand while they're doing archery. Um, and fucking and, it up. Joel's having a... Well, Joel, he just throws the arrow... <laughs> And then Pugsley kills a, a bald American eagle. I think I remember that from the trailer, yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah, this um, big fake stuff. Not even this stuff. The most like, fakest. Like, yeah, like, 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 from a, like, 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 an, like, wooden puppet of an well, eagle falls out of the sky, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then... Uh, my only, my, the, my, my next note is his, his lips are busy. Mm. Well, uh, Debbie gets off a plane, uh, and there's some... Dude, who we never see again, being like, "Oh, where's Mr. Adams?" And she's like, "Right there," because he's got a hearse ready for him. Yeah, oh, and he's yeah. like, "He's alive," and she's like, "Tell me Is about it." Is this them moving into the mansion bit? Almost. Is this the, the scene? Okay, not yeah. quite. She's uh. Okay, so the whole sex thing like well, that happens in a hotel, presumably. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know if they already moved into their mansion. Uh, Okay. And she's like, if I'm, if I'm going to be seen with you, Fester, we're going to have to make some changes. Okay, and that's when it cuts to, yeah, and suddenly he's and dressed like he's a got super a, creep. Yeah, yeah, he's got a wig. 
And a, a white ginger suit, wig. A white suit with oh, a blue turtleneck. God, yeah, like a pastel blue t- yeah, yeah. turtleneck. It itches! Don't scratch it till the don't touch it till the scabs fall off. Yeah. Uh I like that the movers are moving shit into their new mansion. I like that she says, be careful with those, they're from catalogs. Which I love how white trash she is. And like, that's the thing. That's, they're not from France or Probably anything. From Sky they're from Catalog. Exactly. Like, the cheapest, shitty, they're Swiss colony, like, like benches. Have you ever gotten to read Sky, uh, Sky Mall before? Like, I've read Sky Mall on the plane. That giant, like, world's largest crossword puzzle you can exactly, hang on your wall the most random shit i can't i can't imagine they actually produce half the stuff that's in that catalog it's just there to be entertain people how stupid some of the things that they offer are but yeah, yeah. almost seems like a like an onion parody of of the kind of catalog I don't know. but yeah she's ordered a bunch of garbage off of catalogs that's yeah. being delivered to presumably the mansion that fester is bought for her yeah. yeah and then um I'm surprised they moved back to the same general area as the Adams live in, because they're in the same like. City oh, or see, town. I was wondering about this because because uh, Fester later calls her like the 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 whore of Waikiki or whatever, mm-hmm. and I assume that they were still living in in Hawaii. I don't think so because we well, never see anything that suggests why. But for some reason, I just watch. Well, I've only seen the movie twice now in right. the last two days. I just assume they just stayed in Hawaii. They just no. moved to Hawaii. But it makes sense they would just have their honeymoon. But yeah, yeah I guess they're just living things, down the street. How could things show up at their place? Well, see, I thought it, it, maybe place. it's an abandoned thing in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, they're within the same town. Yeah, within like a day's drive. Yeah. So Gomez gets a letter from okay. Fester. Hawaii is wonderful. Wish you were here. And I could never see you again. Because it's right after they've moved in, so I thought maybe they're still in Hawaii. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. P.S. Debbie says hi. Has <laughs> Fester going Debbie mad? says hi, yeah. And then Morticia tells him it's just post-honeymoon malaise. Yeah. Oh, and this is the yeah. And they talk about their romantic honeymoon. On a ship. And they're still romantic after all <laughs> these There years. were no survivors. There were no survivors. Yeah. Um, and then there's a scene of the camp getting ready for the play. Uh... Oh yeah, uh, fucking Janos Poha has like written yeah. this play that he thinks is gonna blow everyone. Directed by him, yeah. About the first, he's written the book of the play, which yeah. yeah, fucking oh my god. Well, the the three outcast our three outcasts sit behind the bleachers, looking at cards of psychos and murderers. Oh yeah, and this one is... is the Black Widow, and Wednesday's like, oh, it could be Debbie. Uh, and this oh, is yeah, the this Amy is the Fisher first time... joke. Yeah. Um, Which is the most? I even forgot who Amy Fisher. I know she was a personality back in the day, but I don't even remember. I know she like got tricked into shooting some lady because of some white trash. Fucking. She shot her lover's wife in the. That's face what with it a was. Shotgun. And was it? I'm assuming she killed her. I no, mean, that's she okay. survived. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I do. My my parents used to work for the police department where I grew up at, and there was this one thing about there was a suicide in the neighbor in, in the little townlet that we lived in. And the guy tried to blow his face off with a shotgun and still lived, but he blew his face off so he didn't have a face anymore. This yeah. whole thing, and like, I don't know if he survived for long after that, but like, yeah, that's what that when I, yeah, that's the first lesson that yeah, getting shot with a sh- the gun to the head does not automatically kill you. No, nope. even seems worse, but yeah, yeah. But Amy Fisher, that is one that is the crustiest joke. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Gary. Wrote and directed the play. He selects. Oh, it's Gary is the dude. Amanda, yeah. the whitest white girl, to play the lead of the uh, the settlers. Because Amanda's got the ambition to be an actress. Yeah, and all, and all, her, all her friends are gonna be the other white the pilgrims. The and then yeah. 
He's like, we didn't forget about our Chippewas and all the reject kids, the chubby kids, the the. Is this my list dark, off that everyone's the names? dark skin kids? Ja- I think Jamal, so, Jamil, yeah. J- 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 ah, yeah, whatever, they can't doesn't matter. Jamal, yeah. Uh, the, the small kids, all the rejects there's, are playing all the Native Americans. There's a fat girl who has like a sandwich I worth of they, like, shit just smeared on her okay, shirt. She's a chubby girl. Put a bunch of mustard and ketchup on her shirt. It's not so much she's fat, but she's a slob. Yeah. Which I was like, well, hey, as a fat guy, I can appreciate that to a certain extent. <laughs> but the boys are like, that's a little cold there. Adam's family values. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all the rejects. Everyone who's of any ethnicity then, that's not just white, yeah. but and then he says, yeah, crippled our, kids. And all the kinds leader of, stuff. of them, Pocahontas, is going to be played by Wednesday Adams, and she like pops her head up and is like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, Man, so, I skipped over a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, uh, the rest notes. of the family shows up to Fester and Debbie's yeah. uh, mansion, and they walk in, and I'm like, "Gomez, where are me?" And uh. uh or grandmama is like it looks familiar of course it's the gates of hell i first for a moment i thought it was supposed to be a mirror duplicate of the adams family home mm. but just all done up white just because it's got like the big staircase in the middle in yeah. fact actually i wouldn't be a bit surprised if they used the same set just redressed it but i don't think it's specifically no, supposed to be so. that joke but yeah um, uh they want to see fester but daddy says he hates them and he doesn't want to see them and for their credit, they totally don't buy it this time. Like, yeah, they bought no, it in the just... first movie, but this time they're like, no, nah, no, 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 we know better than that. Well, and even Morticia's like, line well, to her is just, says, yeah. you have enslaved him. You have placed Fester under some strange sexual spell. I respect that. Uh, that I can forgive, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but really, Debbie? But she's like, they're like, Pastels. I, yeah. And I love like Debbie's reaction to this, just like, mm, fuck you. Just yeah. like, yeah. He's like, I won't leave until I hear it from my brother's lips. And she's like, his lips are busy. Why she just shouts, screams, like, his lips are busy. It's just and she's like, like Fester, tell him. And he's, he's like, like just he's good. huddled in the corner he's in like, a fetal what? position. He's like, like, five feet away from them. Go just like, away. Yeah. And he's like, that is not my brother. Um. And this starts the downward spiral of Gomez again, which is which was also my favorite part of the first film. But this happens again in this film. Uh, well, not quite yet, because then they go to the cops, right? Yeah, they're forced to leave, and they go see Nathan Lane, <laughs> which I guess is Nathan Lane right before he broke out. I guess this is like right yeah. before the Lion King and all that stuff. But yeah, Gomez is like, a woman has married my brother. Uh, so he does Gomez Gomez he's type passionate yelling, yeah. and that happens. Um, oh yeah, but he gives like a big speech about how like yeah he's just like determined to like try to break uh, like Fester free, but like it's a big dramatic thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it, like Nathan Lane is just being Nathan Lane, like oh what are you talking? <laughs> like who, no, who lifted the rock yeah. or whatever? Which I thought that was actually kind of a great line. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Debbie renews her passport. She'll be traveling out of the country alone. She'll be a widow. She will be a widow. Mm-hmm. And then we get our rehearsals of Happy Happy Turkey. Oh, he skipped. I don't the most arbitrary line in the whole movie which I still thought was funny I believe they own a Buick oh yeah yeah <laughs> at the police station go well yeah he's like I, I believe what... they own and go Morticia's like don't say it a Buick uh, which I don't know what that means I don't know what like I guess it's I guess the Buick is the blandest most like yeah. white middle class car you could own but yes. just like <laughs> my brother-in-law owns a Buick anyway oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. back yeah jump forward again a little bit yeah but uh oh my god happy happy turkey day rehearsals are going 
but Wednesday doesn't want to be in the play. Yeah, she's, she's being she Wednesday, tells, yeah. She tells Gary, your work is puerile and <laughs> oh, under-dramatized. Yeah. You lack any sense of structure, character, or... She says some word that I have never it's, heard it's before. It's something I've heard of before, but like the Arendelle, with the Ar- like the Arendelle uh, unities. Aristotelian yeah. unities Yeah, that's what it was, like yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it supposed to be Aristotle? Aristotelian? No, maybe, I don't know. But... Let's see, Aristotelian unities. But they're like, somebody needs an attitude adjustment eventually, and they send them back to oh, the... Oh, yeah, it is the Aristotelian unities. Okay. It's also, also known as the classical unities. Mm. Uh, oh. Unity of action, unity of time, and unity of place. Mm. Oh, okay. I actually have heard of this shit before. Okay. They uh, anyway, yeah. They send them back to the the, the torture shack. Uh, yeah, the cavern hut. And they're they they're like Bambi with VHS tapes. Lassie, come home. Well, I like the it's... Little Mermaid. And Winston goes, "Stop it! <laughs> He's only a child." I love Pugsley's only a child. He doesn't need to sit through that. So yeah, I love that everyone else in camp is trying to break them, supposedly with Disney stuff. But of course, the filmmakers can only afford the yeah. rights to the Brady Bunch theme and Tomorrow from Annie. No, they is... also got uh, The Hills Are Alive from The Sound of Music. Oh, that's true too. But that's not quite Disney. I see what yeah. they're, they're, just they're like. For. Don't worry, we're getting out of here. But it's Disney, and then The Hills Are Alive. Yeah, Start which I thought that was like, like that seems like they were hoping to go cut to like, like yeah, you know maybe <laughs> Hi Ho or something like that. I could see them being but... depressed, but I feel like the Adamses kind of would be like rooting for the Nazis. <laughs> Actually, that's a good through. point. I, oh man, if they'd known ahead of time, they'd be they like, hey, at least joke. it's got Nazis. Yeah, wiping out all the like pretty. Well, actually, that would be because it's like, oh wow, white. Well, I guess the Nazis are pretty blonde people too, but like. Yeah. Um, also, fun bit of trivia: Annie, uh, the motion picture directed by Angelica Houston's father, John Houston, mm-hmm. famous filmmaker. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, a just bit throwing of it out there. Just throwing it out there. Uh, so they come out of the cabin at night once all the movies are done. Oh yeah. And they're like, "Is there anything you'd like to say to anyone?" The this is her second best bit of acting in this like, movie. Yeah. Yes. I'm not perky, but I want to be. I want to sing and dance and be Pocahontas and Gary's show, and then she's forces a smile and everybody's like oh yeah my notes at first it looks like every facial muscle in her head is being tortured out of shape and then turning into a psychotic wolf's grin that freaks out all the campers it's just fucking great because her yeah so the way she just kind of twitches like where she looks like she's having a stroke and it slowly turns into like this death grimace and her eyes go wide and all the kids go whoa they all like fly back and they're like oh shit this is not good <laughs> be careful what you wish for yeah it's hilarious and then we get seeing Grandma screaming because the baby has turned into a blonde-haired, curly-haired, blue-eyed. It is, like I said, again, and the not, nursery I'm, too. It is, is all pretty. I'm not much for babies, but that kid is legitimately goddamn cute with the like fake little <laughs> shit, shaggy blonde wig. And I love that even its clothes and even the decor of the yeah. room has changed uh, to be all bright and colorful Long and more just pastel. Like, but yeah, puberty's uh, gotten fucked up. Yeah, yeah and she and Grandma Maud diagnoses it that like sometimes kids who come from a uh, family that's in a turmoil, family, will, yeah, will, 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 he could become a lawyer, an orthodontist, president. And they're like, yeah. oh, sends Gomez to his knees, praying to yeah. God, to, like take me, instead. take me as dad. Yeah. Um, oh, this movie's goddamn cute. And then God, the play Jesus. is happening at the the. Um... Nothing eventful happens that we need to talk about. We just skip over to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. nothing. Uh, Eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I am a turkey. Actually, I'd really dumb. Pugsley's performance as the, the turkey is the, pretty great. He's so matter of factly just the play. Did you did you see the name of the play? No, a turkey. Oh, turkey named Brotherhood. 
<laughs> Which, it's almost a Simpsons quality joke, because, like, I could totally see, like, Gary having that ambition to have, like, it's not just called the Turkey Day play, but it's gonna be, yeah. Eat us, because we're good and dead. <laughs> uh, chop off our heads and put them in your mouth. That's some good some good lines in there. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, good, t- it's um, good stuff. So that's starting. And then <sighs> Debbie's practicing her crying in the mirror, saying she's a widow now. Yeah. Um... And then sets up a bomb, like a cartoon, big like, fucking with this TNT point, sticks and a clock. Do filmmakers even need to feel the urge to write dynamite on sticks of dynamite? Like people aren't <laughs> going to realize that that's like they haven't seen enough Looney Tunes cartoons that, like, yeah. when you got a bunch of red candles bundled together with a ticking clock, that's probably a bomb. But yeah, yeah. yeah but she puts it in a big red box with a big bow and everything like that, and gifts it to, to Fester. Yeah, she's, well, no, she's like, uh, oh, she's just preparing yeah. it, but doesn't get it. Here's your present. Yet. I'm no, putting okay. it on the table. Don't open it till I get back. I'm going out for champagne he's oh, like yeah, our saying. three week anniversary uh, and he's cooking up stuff he's got yeah. like a big red heart yeah uh, apron. apron on <laughs> just looks great yeah and he's like what is it a dog toy a bomb and she's well, like what? First he gets a string yeah a string <laughs> uh he's like oh, i know i know not till my birthday yeah and then she leaves which sets up actually the end of the movie too but yeah yeah um <laughs> he's like She's like, will you miss me? And he's like, of course, you'll be right back, right? She's like, of course, and picks up two pieces of luggage it's a, it's and walks out the door. It's a great performance, a little bit of editing, where she just picks up and leaves. She's obviously leaving forever, but he doesn't realize that. Yeah. But yeah, boy, she grabs her suitcases and walk, turns right. and walks out. Just, yeah. yeah, the play is still hilarious. going on. Yeah. White people are talking how much better they are than the Native Americans. Because we have they libraries have... and shampoo. <laughs> yeah, and shoes and that education. Yeah. Uh, and yeah the two camp counselors they're in like little cubby hole at the front of the yeah. play which i've never seen in real life but happens no. in, in citizen kane and happens yeah. in this well it's, which i'm it, assuming it must be something that happens some somewhere back in the day like i've always anytime i've seen it it's supposed to be like if somebody on stage forgets their line they tell them what it is yeah there's always somebody in like the cubby hole in the yeah. front of the stage like yeah reading their lines to them or like yeah. directing or something like that but and at some point like joel's parents are sitting out there and the mother, the stereotypical Jewish mother. Goes, oh, she, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, McJew, says, McJew. She's she like, says, told, like, oh. 20 grand, and he's playing the woo-woo. I was like, Eek. Yeah, it's all like, yeah. And you got, yeah, What's-His-Face comes back as as, as Joel's uh, dad, too, yeah. for just two seconds. Joel fucks them up, actually. Yeah. In the, in the, yeah, in the well, chaos kind of the play. Um, kind of. He, un- he undoes the fucking bleachers so they yeah, can they fall backwards. Yeah, they fall. Yeah, but that's they not. broken their neck. I suppose. I'm just saying. Uh. They could have broken their necks. Yeah. And Wednesday is like, oh, I'm a Native American. And she, and she, the American. Oh, wait, wait. Wednesday comes in, but she's actually, like, she's doing the up performance. She's doing the yeah. peppy, like, I'm Pocahontas. Yeah. Although Joel's like, I'm Chief Running Bear. I am betrothed to Pocahontas, but only in the play. And, like, this shy reading of that is just yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then she's like, but we can't break bread with you. And yeah. Like, well, even what? the other Indians are, like, step forward, like, okay, we're going to do the play. And then she holds them back. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's when, essentially, I'm surprised there's not a dropped record scratch yeah. of, like, <laughs> Yeah. She's like, you have taken the land, which is rightfully ours. Years from now, my people will be forced to live in mobile this homes on reservations. This is a great speech. Your people will wear cardigans and drink highballs. Wait, she says, and drink highballs. Just cr- she chooses those arbitrary stuff like stick shifts. Just yeah. Oh, anyway, we yeah. will sell our bracelets on the roadside. You will play golf and enjoy hors d'oeuvres. Hot hors d'oeuvres too. Yeah, hors d'oeuvres. My people will have pain and degradation. Your people <laughs> we'll have will have shifts. stick shifts. The gods of my tribe have spoken. They have said. Do not trust the pilgrims, especially Sarah Miller. 
scary. She's changing the words. Yeah. For all these reasons, I have decided to scalp you, and you burned your village to the ground. And then all the reject kids come flying in into hook with all torches of a and pitchforks. Yeah, well, no pitchforks. You have torches. two kids like flying in, and you think they're gonna attack somebody, but they just drop in and they tie up Sarah Miller to the yeah. to the pole. Yeah, lighting shit on fire. Yeah, yeah. Mindy's will actually like like lit bows and yeah, arrows. They like, shoot yeah, they shoot it. They shoot it at Gary and his wife or sister. I don't know what she. What is. the hell she's supposed to but be? But yeah. they they duck and barely get. They almost get killed. whacked, yeah. It's, and, but um, yeah, like like the kids are getting like some of the pilgrims are getting flung, catapulted into the lake. Yeah. Joel uh, undoes the screws on the bleacher so the parents collapse. Yeah. At least like some of the parents collapse. Yeah. It's just it's just me. Uh, yeah, shit's going crazy all over the, the place. Amanda gets tied to a, a pole. <laughs> One of the best jokes in the movie is the how they use the wheelchair kid to like tie, yeah, <laughs> spin in a circle around her to tie her up with an apple in her mouth. Great, I fucking love it. I am kind of shocked that they did not explicitly make it suggest that Sarah Miller is then cooked and served because you see the kids later yeah, after I was mayhem. a little kind of a little disappointed that the Adam you know the Adams kids had no survivors at the camp yeah outside um, of the rejects I mean you do see Sarah Miller later on she's on the airplane yeah later, but I know. There's that's a what little, I'm saying I wonder if they just put that in just to show that they did not kill kill Sarah Miller but mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah if this movie being made today you could probably get away with killing a yeah. teenage girl and having her eat Wednesday slowly walks up but... to her and lights a match and da 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 yeah that's the big like yeah it's yeah. great that's that's the thing I've always seen from uh, people online talk about that. That was her sexual awakening when she's dressed as the fucking Pocahontas thing and lights the match and it's the big da da da. What a weird thing. Oh, I... she's, her murderous tendency has really turned me on. I hang with weird people, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So that's well, no, I was age appropriate. I was more like, oh man, I wish Christina Ricci would kiss me through a fence. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a good punk song. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, but then uh, uh, you see it a little bit later at the camp counselors are being spit roasted. Oh yeah, you do see them. Kids. Yeah, even uh, though it's obvious that the fire is like five feet away, uh, like it's yeah, just a little depth of uh, uh, depth and Wednesday and Joel are, are on a canoe in the in the lake behind them. Just yeah, nice little romantic yeah. like little little vignette. Yeah, uh, and Debbie's hanging out in a bar with Monk randomly or Wings, whichever <laughs> yeah, one you, you want, want to call. Yeah, or the Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my note is, hey, it's Tony Shalhoub as a random sailor in this random gay bar where definitely a random celebrates yeah. while waiting for the uh, festering mansion to explode. <laughs> singing macho, macho man, and she's like, whoa, what it's time like a is scene it? Out of he's Police like, Academy. Oh, it's like eleven thirty. <laughs> His line reading on is very, very. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I gotta go. It's my anniversary. And he's like, oh, the husband's a very lucky man. And she's like, don't say that. And she leaves. And I always liked, even the first time I saw it, I always liked the way she leaves. And then the wait, this ugly old waitress comes walking into the middle of these sailors. And they're like, hey, not so much. <laughs> and she just kind of turns around and starts walking away from him while they're all eh, on her. Yeah, it's yeah, the inner life of what's going on in that bar <laughs> when Debbie's not even there is pretty amusing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so she goes back to their place. Uh, checks her watch and it kaboom everything blows up uh, one my, again one of my favorite was, jokes in the movie is her tiny little help help yes, help <laughs> as shit's raining down yeah. and it just cracks me and up like she, yeah. uh, she's after Fester's money why would you blow up your multi-million dollar home yeah you could do it I guess maybe that's the only way she thinks she can kill Fester because if you couldn't do it with electricity can't probably can't do it with poison or a knife or yeah but you think of a way like would cause less of your own personal property damage yeah yeah 
So she, she, Although she's not good with money. If she's already gone through like a couple of these millionaires already, yeah. she's not really physically responsible. So, so then she walks up to the house and Fester comes out with of course his, he burnt up. Up, his burnt up roast. <laughs> Which is I like He's like, she... Pookie, did you remember the champagne? And she pulls out a gun. Big ass desert eagle. I don't know if she's yeah. small or if they like <laughs> just made a supersized desert eagle, but it's a huge fucking hand cannon. Holy shit. And she's yeah. like, I tried to make it look like an accident, but you just wouldn't die. And he's like, what are you saying? And she's like, I want you dead. Yeah. And I want your money. Don't you love me? <laughs> you know the weird laugh. It's like, Joe Cusack. Oh, just do I love Joe you? Cusack look at yourself. Again. You're a nightmare. You're the missing link. You shouldn't be married. You should be studied. You're a big, dumb, weird thing. And I just like <laughs> the weird thing line. Uh, Joe Cusack no woman in her right extra, mind yeah. would love you and then thing comes out of nowhere and hits her with a car yeah he was watching them from the window earlier in the movie that's what yeah they, they set up I guess he like just it. likes to check up on his families to see if anybody needs it almost him. seems like they were setting up to have more thing in the movie but for some reason they either cut out scenes or maybe they didn't have budget enough to like yeah. do because I guess yeah for some reason thing just hung back from a, from like a couple days earlier when the family first showed up yeah. and it's still there and like yeah and um and he's somehow driving the car because he would have to like yeah. they show him working the pedals yeah, a little bit too around. but you think they would add, <laughs> that need scene, to they're driving well they're not driving well yeah which gives christopher lloyd a bunch of opportunities to make a bunch of christopher lloyd sounds <laughs> oh, 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 oh. uh they drive off and then uh kind of randomly and that's kind of like ends that whole thread yeah. of the story pretty much yeah and then wednesday uh jumps down over the fence and tells joel to come with her yeah i love it's a shot too because um it starts off with this, this the kind of shot of the distant camp through the uh, the the, the uh, chicken wire fence, mm-hmm. and there's like this this explosion matted into the shot that looks like one of the exploding uh, smoke towers from the beginning of Blade Runner, just superimposed mm-hmm. in the background, just to show that the camp is still like burning down. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, but the camera pans yeah, down. Wednesday and you tells see. Joel to come yeah. with her, but he can't. He's got to go back for the others and to watch the place burn. <laughs> um, Wednesday cute. tells him. There are forces tearing us apart, Gary, Debbie, seventh grade. I'll never forget you. You won't. You're too weird. And then that's they what kiss. he says to her. Yeah, yeah. They kiss through the fence, and then they both wipe their mouths. I, that's I for some reason that kind that's of such a, that's such a, kid such, thing yeah, to such do, a kid yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess Pugsley rolls up in a van. I guess so. Yeah, because Pugsley and yeah, Pugsley kind of disappears for this yeah. whole part of the film. Yeah. Uh. And then a scene of Debbie driving them around all crazy, chasing Fester and thing. Yeah, just kind of random action bit, yeah. Yeah. And then another... I guess in the IMDb edit points out that she changes cars in the middle of the chase and all kinds of shit like that. Uh, I don't know. And, um... Oh, this is one of the... Yeah, go ahead. Morticia is reading The Cat in the Hat to her baby. Uh, I was like, don't you dare dig on Dr. Seuss movies. (laughs) She's very uncomfortable with reading it. Um, Not that I have any diehard like affection for Dr. Seuss, but Ted Geisel, the guy who wrote that shit, I think he was friends with Charles Adams. He would totally be down with like, yeah. like he 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 had she he had like, a dark well, enough sense a, of humor that like a lot of good fun. Yeah, and she skips. It's funny. She skips to the back. Oh no, he lives. he lives. Yeah, the light again. You can see the joke coming, but the performance is just. It's just mm-hmm. yeah. It's like hanging out with an old friend. It's great. And then Grandma bursts into the room. Oh, it's man. Gomez. And then Gomez is laying in bed. Swing low, <laughs> sweet cherry. Yeah, his warble singing and the way. Again, my favorite part of the movie 
of the first so movie sad. was the and Miss Gilligan. He's in the similar bombed out state. Yeah, I just fucking like when he's dying in bed. It's just the fucking best. Yeah. Oh my but god! Fester bursts into the room. Yeah, he's, he's. I'm so sorry. I lived in shame in the suburbs, but you belong to Debbie. You are Debbie's plaything. You are Mister Mister Debbie. Mister Debbie. I am an Adams. <laughs> Just lying of Mr. Debbie. He sounds yeah. so resigned. You are Mr. Debbie. Even though Fester's back and he's trying to heal. Gomez is still so self-absorbed in his own, like, fucking self-pity that, like, yeah. Well. yeah but Wednesday and Pugsley show up Everyone to save just the shows day. Up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> They're a little late to save the day, but. Uh, it's the end of the movie right here, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. And then. Uh, Debbie shows up. Well, Wednesday's like, you sent us to camp. Oh, yeah. They made us sing. And everybody's like, oh. Okay, yeah. Uh. Our family is back together. Three whole generations above ground. And then in-laws. Debbie shows up with a big fucking shotgun. And then you get a quick shot of the baby's crib and fire bursts out of it because everything's back to normal. Yeah, when we were watching this, I was like, oh, gee, I wonder how this movie's going to end. Because as soon as she shows up, it cuts to the baby. All okay, she forgot about the baby. The baby's going to save the day. It could have, I mean, up until this point, you pretty much would have i don't remember if i did but you pretty much would assume that wednesday and pugsley would show up and save the day because they were kind of leading them up to well you getting think out of so because like wednesday wants Fester. to go home she i mean that's why she's been trying to escape and stuff yeah. but she, they just show up just in time just to get captured along with everyone else yeah which is kind of a weird script because yeah that's a beat that's the whole movie's been leading up to but mm-hmm. yeah just suddenly kind of get, gets its heads cut off and yeah and um well anyway go ahead i'll, I'll talk about that uh, oh so now everybody's strapped down in electric Looks chairs. Looks like the first episode of The Simpsons where everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah Dr. Exactly. Monroe. Uh, and Debbie's going to show them a slideshow I do like about her is, life. There's no reason that she's going to go out of her way to explain to the Adams why she's so mm-hmm. twisted, yeah. She's like, my parents, they were fine people. All I wanted was ballerina Barbie. You know what I got? Malibu. Barbie. Great line reading, and I love that uh, Gomez and Morticia are totally on her yeah. side. Malibu Barbie. <laughs> the nightmare. Yeah. The nerve. And they don't seem to be patronizing her. They seem to be legitimately like, ooh, that yeah. is gruesome. Like, again, she could have been friends with these people. They had to go. And yeah. The whole house is on the side of the house. Oh, man. Fire. And the, the fucking pictures of her freaking out. Yeah. In the slideshow, like her little, like, like fucking 13-year-old self, like monster, yeah, hulking yeah. out. It's just fucking great. Yeah. A quick scene of that weird fat baby hand. <laughs> oh, God, Grabbing yeah. a... Bra- Danny DeVito hand. <laughs> grabbing a, a serrated blade off the mobile Oh, that's what it is. Okay, and yeah. And its way out of the I, Oh, I forgot that that's... That, that the whole, like, knife mobile oh. actually turns... That actually becomes a plot point. Yeah. 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 Which um, I was like... Man, if I ever had a kid, I wanted to have a knife mobile. <laughs> There's mobile. some reason you couldn't. As long as it's really good string. You use piano wire. Well, not, or not real blades. But that's kind of the funny <laughs> thing. That's the joke. Um, my one big note you here. You also hate children. I know, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Unless it's pubert. Uh, I do appreciate the pubert slash cannonball group Goldberg saves the day thing that they were going for at the end of the movie, but it's a little clumsy. This is one of the one thing in the movie that could have gotten away with being even a little more over the top silly with. Mm. Because, like, the nature, like, trying to figure out exactly how it's working is a little fuzzy because the baby's here and this thing happens. It's just a little underbaked. Even though it gets so silly to the point that the baby gets flown, like, almost gets shot into space yeah but like could have been they could have either chopped it down or it made it even more of a funny big rube goldberg thing the way it is in the final film it's a little just a little like yeah and all for the climax of the film it's a, just a little bit kind of like a, it's meh. fine 
Yeah. Uh, Debbie shows her first husband, a heart surgeon. She killed oh, yeah. with an ass, axe, which apparently also took the time to take out a camera and get a photo of her shadow with the axe. I about guess to hack him up. she never bothered to do the same thing with Fester, I yeah. guess. But yeah. Yeah. He didn't have any time for her. What about Debbie? Yeah. What about Debbie? What about Debbie? Uh, all the while, the baby's on the move. Drumps, bumps the dresser, bowling ball falls off. It starts the chain of events. Yeah. Does the baby get on the roller skate? And the, so the baby's like roller skating through the house. And yeah. That's roller well, that, yeah. yeah. Her second husband was a senator. No time for Debbie. What about Debbie? What about Debbie? Uh, she doesn't talk about her third husband, but then she gets. The Although, third, yeah, earlier yeah. in the movie, it's insinuated that she had gone yeah. through three husbands. Yeah. Then she gets to her latest husband, Fester, loving devoted dead yeah uh you accepted me you took me in but it, did any of you really love me really <laughs> just like hands <laughs> and they all just i do like they kind of go like one or two and try to lift her fingers a little bit but like yeah again i still like the adams are still kind of on her side even though she's about to kill them like no there's no antagonism here on their part i, yeah. I, I just love that it's like how dumb gomez is to be like oh let's raise our hands to answer <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh yeah, Israel is kind of innocent in its own way. That's one of the yeah. things that makes these movies work. It's Baby great. slides down a banister. Yeah. Rides on a skate. Rolls rolling. She's about to pull the switch, but some Rube Goldberg shit happens. Bowling ball gets launched. Hits the baby up into space. Yeah, it gets catapulted. It, 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 it goes up to a plane and is like... <laughs> As Sarah Miller and her family yeah. are flying back home, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, baby comes falling back down to Earth through the yeah. Adams family house. Lands. Uh, she turns on the... Electricity, it's going Which, through the wires. This is the same switch in the whole setup they had in the first film, where it, like uh, Wednesday was was gonna shock, was yeah. trying to kill Pugsley. Well, she did use it on him. Yeah, so, so they, they would have been fine. That's actually uh, a good point, actually. Yeah, but uh, the baby puts two wires. You know, together. Fester would have survived. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the baby puts the two wires together and it goes back and turns Debbie There's into ash. There's one shot of the baby that seems to have fake arms to do the connect. It's literally like six Well, yeah, how are you going to get a baby to put two but wires together? But it's the actual baby, but like, yeah. I think they just like had its arms like kind of like tucked behind its back real quick and had two like two little puppet arms just kind of go boop. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Because you're not going to train a baby to do that. But like, even though uh, Debbie has five minutes to see the animation of the lightning coming towards her and like, not like, at least step away, she just, yeah, she does, yeah. she, she, she gets fried. Chris turned to ash except for her shoes and two credit cards. Yeah. Which, it seems like, even again, like from a total thing, you, you, you expect like, boom, 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 one, two, three, and it's just like, boom, boom, you're expecting that third drop, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> it seems like just a little bit like, there's something, there's one little bit of polish at the end of this movie that mm. could like, kind of missing a little bit yeah but yeah that's still good i like the ending yeah she gets literally turned to ash yeah and again because you don't want to even though the adams family was supposed to be filled with a bunch of homicidal murders they they're not responsible for the death of the villain the villain always fucks themselves it's a wily e. coyote kind of yeah, rules applying so. uh, to these movies and then sometime yeah. later uh it's a birthday party and <laughs> fessy's like i can't believe i would have missed this what was i thinking and wednesday says Physical pleasure, and he goes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, why so like and I, the the the, the gift wrapping on his presents actually legitimately kind of cool design. Yeah, but like, yeah, his. Oh man, and then his. Do you have a note about the Jesus Fester line? Because this. Well, 
Well, uh, uh, fucking, well, you see, like, uh, Wednesday asked, do you ever miss Debbie? And he says, sometimes oh. late at night, which is also just kind of weird, because he says, sometimes late at night, gets the guilty sometimes. look on his face. Late at night. And he says, like, oh, sometimes she used to, he used to, she used to say, Jesus, faster, oh, yeah. go back to your room. And the way he, like, impersonates Debbie is just, so, like, the line reading of Jesus, faster. Yeah. It's just, like, so, it's just a window into how sad he was when she was still around. And, oh, yeah, my God. He laughs God. about it. He laughs, he, I mean, he laughs it off, but and it's it, just fucking Mark- great. It, it and uh, what show up uh, mm-hmm. to the birthday party and Margaret's like, I hope you don't mind. We brought our new nanny, Dementia. Which is this lumpy mountain-shaped lady. <laughs> Comes and takes off her hat. She's bald like Fester. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Dementia. What a beautiful name. And she's like, it means insanity. My name is Fester. <laughs> it means to rot. I like to see he's gotten a little more, he's a little more self-possessed when he's yeah. confronting dementia this time instead of running away like he did with debbie he's a little more like you know he's a little more forward and it's kind of nice to see that he's got a little more courage around the ladies yeah gomez makes a toast <sighs> to old friends it and margaret to new yeah. friends dementia to youth wednesday and uh joel with a fake gomez mustache <laughs> i like on. he's just dressed like gomez yeah to passion to pain to life they have cake uh the family I'll have cake, and then Wednesday and Joel are sitting outside. And yeah, they're like, tired of the outside. Yeah, your family is really interesting. Your parents are so involved with each other, <laughs> so that I, I take that to mean he's already seen them fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, already I got imagine, it on in front. I of can't him. imagine you can spend more than five hours in that house without hearing some, like I said, some earth-shattering sex upstairs yeah. or in the next room or on the couch right there in front of you. <laughs> You know. On your lap, they just mm-hmm. happen to tumble onto you. Oh God, so many juices just flying all over the uh, place. He's oh, like, Wednesday. Do you ever think you'll get married and have a family? No. But w- what if you met just the right man, one who would worship and adore you, who'd do anything for you, who'd be your devoted slave? What then? What would you do? I'd pity him. <laughs> good uh, answer. Yeah. Joel goes over to Debbie's grave. Uh, which says wife and psychopath on it. So this is two, at least two people who have tried to murder the Adams family. He's buried like, right outside the, of the yeah. back door. Yeah. He's like, poor Debbie. She was sick. I like that they also, but they did bury Debbie in the Adams, exactly, yeah. Adams family plot. So she's technically part of the family. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I do like how Joel is legitimately feels kind of bad for Debbie yeah, yeah. and even apologizes to her on behalf of the whole family. Well, like, oh. Wednesday's like, she wasn't sick. She was sloppy. Which, that's also a great retort, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you mean? If I wanted the to answer kill from- my husband, I would do it. And I wouldn't get caught. How? I'd scare him to death. No, you wouldn't. And We're all very sorry, Debbie. <laughs> yeah, that's we wish the, yeah. you only the best. And Debbie's hands burst out of the grave and grabs grabs Joel as he's trying to put a flower on a grave. And then he screams, and Wednesday smiles. And whoa, the Adam family, there it is. Whoa, the Adam family, there it is. You remember when whoa, there it is was. <laughs> It's everywhere. Like, is Whoop there? It is actually that fucking old oh, that it's in this twenty-five-year-old oh fucking gosh. movie. How many? Oh my god! Whoop. I can't believe what whores that there. the guys who made that song were. And not that Whoop There has, has anything to do with the Adams no. Family. At least MC Hammer wrote a new song for the first Adams Family. This is just. I want to oh know how many God. remixes of Whoop There It Is. They must there have. I'm sure there's must be an Arbor Day remix, a Christmas, Easter. They probably did it for like President fucking Voting Day, Election Day. Oh my God. But yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I thought they couldn't get any worse than MC Hammer, but holy uh, shit. The MC Hammer song is fine. 
You even said so. That's okay. At least they do what they want to do. Say what they want to say. Oh, you know what's great? Live how they want to live. Play how they want to play. Hammer video, and I forgot they actually do have. They actually shot new footage with Pugsley and Adams for that first movie, the music video for that. But this, I can't imagine they actually had a music video for this piece of shit. Oh god! But so, technically, this movie doesn't go out the best possible way, just with the end credits music. But that was a good movie. Yeah, that is goddamn. I, I I did accidentally buy the soundtrack for this one, thinking it was the first one. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but somebody else wrote a review on Amazon and gave it one star and said I bought the wrong thing. It's like don't give the album one star because you bought the wrong thing, yeah, you least, asshole. At least rate it on its merits. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oops, I bought the wrong thing. Oh, one mean, star. Although you did the same thing then, though, right? Yeah, but I'm not going to rate it on one star. <laughs> Did you buy it, like, right after we, we talked about the first one yeah. last month? Okay, yeah. Because yeah. apparently Aww. the whole Mamushka is supposed to be on that album, and I wanted to get it. But When uh, 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 Conley had the whole Mamushka on her phone, so as soon as this was mm. over, she's like, I'm going to make you guys listen to the whole Mamushka, and we did. It was great. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, there's not a ton of, like, interesting tidbits in this oh, yeah, that I have Mo- Mostly about that yet. just that, hey, they made this movie, and... Hey, B, it didn't make much money. It made less than half of what the first one did. Yeah. Uh, presumably because this had the misfortune of coming out at the same time as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Uh, which that was well, the, this was that the was number the one movie when fall. it came out, but then it was surpassed by Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Man, this is fall of 93. That's a long fucking time ago. That is yeah. almost 25 years ago. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, I guess, you know, this is the 25th anniversary of the first movie, so like two years from now will be the first 25th anniversary of Adam's Family Values. But mm-hmm. um, It's a good movie. I like it. it. it, it the exact same even kill. It's almost like they made this at the same time as they made the first one, except except the Wednesday and Pugsley are older. Yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, they, 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 they form a perfect unit. They might as well be the part of the same movie. This is just part two. Yeah. This is the Godfather 2 the only thing that of I, I don't, Adam's Family movies. The only thing that I don't like about it is... Is Carol Kane his grandma? And uh, she literally has less than four lines in the whole yeah. movie, so it really doesn't even matter that much. But that's a, that's kind of funny thing because I thought she was inoffensive, but she has so little to do. Like it, it does almost doesn't even matter who's playing grandma. It just sucks me out of the movie because I'm like, that's Carol Kane. It is Carol Kane. Yeah, like everybody else is so perfect for their roles. They are that character. Yeah, Carol Kane is Carol Kane. Did the actress who played like Grandma Ma in the first one get sick or no? Died? She, I, she's still alive, I think, or at least she was when this one came out. Okay, because there were. Really? Yeah. She was already, like, you, you said it herself, she was already an old lady when they... I mean, that was half the point of her playing that role in the first one, because she was old. Yeah, no, she was still alive. Or was Carol Kane, they had to age her up for this, but... Uh, I don't oh, know why they didn't do man. it. Man. Yeah, no wonder... Yeah, my my big note here is, yeah, so no wonder there was never a third Adams Family uh, flick, aside from the fact that Raul Julia died less than a year after this was released, of course. I am curious if, oh, about man. the... I do kind of have some sick upset, obsession to check out the next one. We and could next year. Reunion. I no, mean, I don't want to watch it for this. Okay, just just to but check just it out. Just to though. check yeah. it out and see. I wonder if anyone was involved. I wonder if like Barry Sonnenfeld was even produced the other one, or if it had any of the same music. Or I kind of wonder how cheap. Like, because it's, it's. I would imagine oh, they didn't have enough money to build a whole new house again. So yeah. I wonder if it's them just kind of filming at like filming outside the Psycho House or like some kind of rundown motel. Because like. That's one thing they did spend a lot of money on the budget and the cast for these movies and and, and the sets and everything and, and even the special effects and yeah the idea of a cut rate Adams Family direct video sequel just sounds so depressing even though it's Tim Curry and I guess Daryl Hannah I guess yeah uh, but yeah just to see novelty of Tim Curry as, as Gomez would be really interesting to see although after seeing two movies of Raul Julia doing it uh, I don't know how yeah mm. but Daryl Hannah 
Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah is Morticia. I guess that's more in line with the show. I guess. The television show Morticia. But, yeah, no, what's a uh, fucking, uh, what's her face does so good in the role, though? Like, like oh, yeah. I can see if you got, like, yeah, I don't know. You could have gotten whoever played Elvira to play fucking Morticia. It seems like it would make more sense. Uh, But, yeah, so. That's it. I'm trying to think of anything yeah, else. Yeah, the, the Any... lady who played Grandma in the first movie died in 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. She was 88. That's why they should have, they could have made As Family 3. Like in they last year too, because Raul Julia is dead. That's what I said. But if it's about like more like Wednesday's family, I mean, you could have had it like a Raul Julia cameo had showed up. They could have his corpse. He could be like <laughs> Uncle Festrep, who who's like in the closets. Yeah, and with like Uncle Uncle like no, Larry's. No, we've got we got two good movies. Wardrobe. No, I know exactly. You're, you're inviting Doom if you ever try to do like even a, like a, like a vaguely related like sequel with yeah. Wednesday's family, but you kind of. I know, I know. Without Raul Julian, without Uncle Fester, why was the point? I yeah. mean, although would you even want them to see them make a new Adams Family movie with a whole new, like, essentially redo no, the whole thing? No, because this, this cast is was like, so this perfect. Is, yeah, like, what do you do again? You can't get anybody. Other than, just, other than like, also these movies are just a vessel for like corny jokes about like, oh, here's here's it's, normal it's, things. Yeah, We're different. It's the best dark humor out there. Yeah, in real life. and yeah, how many more Macabre. of those jokes do you need? But yeah, yeah it's a good, good movie. Yeah. yeah. Fucking A. I still don't well, know if now, it's quite a Thanksgiving were, were, Day movie. No, it's, it's totally not, but I'm glad somebody <laughs> talked you into watching exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. I didn't have to wait a whole fucking year to watch it. <laughs> um, but you were very worried about the plot being too similar to the first one with somebody trying to get money. Yeah. Did that pan out the way you not expected really, it? Not really, because yeah. like, the plot of these movies aren't really the points. Yeah. And the fact that it was Joan Cusack. You know, if it was someone not Joan Cusack, I would have probably been a little more wibbly about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that it's actual Fester... And that even though she's like trying to steal his money, it's actually they don't spend a lot of time on the fact that like the family only realizes that Fester's in danger for like one scene in the movie, and then he comes back to them anyway. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first one, there's this more extended subterfuge of tricking the whole family and trying to get into the vaults. And so much more of this movie is just kind of like the daily lives of these characters, except for the kids who are sent off to summer camp. Yeah, but no, yeah, totally fine. It's 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 fucking great sequel. It's it's yeah. Yeah. Thumbs up. Adam's Family Values. Uh, I can see why people fucking love these goddamn movies. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And I can see why people have such a hard time de- deciding which one is best. Not that you have to. Who gives a shit? Get, they're I both th- equally I, I good. I think I like the first one a little bit. I like, really? Any yeah. particular reason why? Mm, no. I, 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 the novelty I think it? it's. I think it's just having the Adamses in their home. I, the, the summer camp stuff is fine. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just, but it is, I just yeah. feel it takes something away from the Adamses and having them all in their home acting like Adamses is until they're kicked out at the end. Yeah. which is, that's that's a big joke yeah. too. But yeah, um, fits really well. And the I mean, summer camp stuff is good, but it didn't work a hundred percent for hot me. Joan Cusack skews my opinion of this movie that that much that whatever <laughs> my opinion about this movie can't be yeah. trusted just because you got Joan Cusack titties while she's lisping and it's just kind of yeah. like the cutest thing in the world. So. <laughs> Oh, those moments where she like pulls down her top a little bit to show Fester her cleavage. There's a weird your, thing. Did your head just explode? There's a weird thing when she's the first time she's really talking to Wednesday alone. She kind of bends over and her titties be hanging out, <laughs> and I like she's trying to like, what is she like doing to Wednesday? Because like, it's just Wednesday, and she kind of like bends over to like. Well, that, she probably bends over to get closer to Wednesday's level. I guess so. I don't so. think she was. But yeah, she your kinda... brain was like, "This is sexual." <laughs> I doubt <laughs> it was. I doubt like, it actually was. Well, if she's trying to retort the idea that Wednesday is suggesting that she's using sex to get the fester, but then she's 
fucking she got titty window hanging out i just kind of like yeah <sighs> as a straight right. white male loves doing cusack like i said my yeah i my own logic breaks down when it comes to like yeah analyzing this film and its merits but speaking of nazis oh yeah what wait what <laughs> what yeah, I was like, okay, that transition works, except we weren't talking about Nazis? That's, oh, wait, I forgot. This is a transition I wrote for the next episode. Oh. Uh, yeah, but, oh, yeah, what is our next episode? <laughs> our next episode is going to be the the producers, not the 2000, what is it? Yeah, even when we were... Five one or whatever we, it is? Did we watch this? Okay, so we were talking about the 1968, 90, 1969 yeah. film with Zero Mustel and Gene yeah. Wilder. Okay, because yes. there's, there's the... There's the new one. There's yeah. multiple. Ver- okay, okay. So yeah. I did watch the right version. Okay, Correct. Good. We're gonna be yeah. talking about that. We're next gonna week. talk about the producers. Mel Brooks. <sighs> his, his first film. His first film. Yeah. And it shows. We'll talk we'll, about we'll that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we suddenly turned into Cousinette. Yeah, he's the minor on Twitter. I'm the grumpy turtle on Twitter. Tardy podcast on Twitter. Share us around. Rub us on your bodies. Get listen to us there. at the Thanksgiving Day table while you're carving turkey. <laughs> you should be listening to us right now. Mm, that turkey mm, stuffing smells good. Oh, what are your favorite Thanksgiving skins. sides? Do you like sides, cranberry mashed sauce? Potatoes. Yeah. What's your opinion on cranberry sauce? I don't know. I've never been a movie no. fan too. So, well, if you're not listening to us, at least go watch some Mystery Science Theater 3000 Turkey Day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Go do something better than us. Wow. Well, don't, don't waste your Thanksgiving on on Bill interrupting me while I'm trying your to read lines. Your entertainment schedule for Turkey Day should be watch. Adam's Family Values, listen to us mm. so you can understand how that movie was awesome, and then turn on Turkey Day. Now I kind of wish there was a whole like special feature of Adam's Family Values that's just the actual uh, Turkey Day oh, yeah. play uninterrupted. That would be kind of <laughs> like nice. Rehearsal. All like rehearsal. Ha- like 20 minutes or whatever yeah. it would have been with all the songs. Can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Next week as the producers, we're, yeah. we're going to go think about how awesome the Adam Stanley is until next week. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take me a week to like, yeah, to calm down, mm-hmm. calm down from mm-hmm. this like mm-hmm. Adam's Family euphoria mm-hmm. cloud that I'm on right now. Yeah, yeah. A little dark cloud. Yeah. So until yeah. that time, keep filling those holes with pop culture. Uh, see you next time, everybody. Take care, guys. Oh, boy.